All right, and welcome back to another edition of Sunday Pour. My name is Anthony. I'm here on the horn with my cousin, as always. Checking in with you this week. Got uh, a couple things, a couple actual sports to cover early on. Then we're going to talk a little Yankee baseball, go back into uh, the time machine, do some more reminiscing as uh, we did earlier in quarantine. Uh, first and foremost, got Ant here. How you doing, Ant? What are you drinking? Uh, doing all right. Uh, hanging in there. I have a little bit of uh, Dewar's in front of me. A little ice. Nice. All right. Nice. A little, mm-hmm. little scotch on the rocks yeah. on your Monday night. Who's better than you? Right. Who's better what than you, you, man? What do you got? Got a little Zambuca in front of me. No rocks. Straight up. Yeah. A little straight, yeah. Straight up. Okay. <laughs> Aunt played uh, played golf this weekend, Aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, played with the, the weather sun. held up, right? weather held up. We got, got a couple of drops, and I think it was 16. But uh, otherwise, I mean, it was... Steaming hot though it was like ninety, and we were saying there was negative breeze. It was brutal, but I mean, I can't. I'm not complaining because I was on the fucking golf course. So this is in the, in the morning or afternoon. Uh, this it, we started at eight twenty. Heat off at eight twenty. Oh, so it's like four hours. Yeah, yeah. So by like eleven, we were sweating our nuts off. Um, but yeah, good time. A couple loyal listeners were there. Found out we had some new listeners the show and uh even recruited another new listener who of course the new listener asked he was like what kind of fans are you guys and they're like yankee fans i'm giants he's dolphins he's like oh no <laughs> so i'm like well don't, don't listen to fucking monday show <laughs> you're yeah. in trouble so he's uh <laughs> kid stevie's a mets fan and uh a redskins fan so I, we'll probably talk as much redskins as we do dolphins yeah so i'm not, <laughs> not too worried about it safe safe <laughs> So that was kind of cool. I didn't realize, you know, other people have been tuning in, which is kind of cool. Uh, when when you see that, even uh, people saying they'll listen, that you don't really know, which is uh, kind of cool. So thanks. So as always, always do it at the end, but always appreciate anybody who takes the time to tune in. So shout out to the loyal listeners. Yeah, thanks a lot. I hope you're uh, happier with this product than you are Redskins football the past <laughs> de- two decades. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we played it was match, and you know, I just got this. I don't want to hear my war stories, but it was all tied up. We played teams. It was me and your brother versus uh, Stein. And mm. uh, let me think of a code name. for And Lyle. And, oh, Lyle uh, was there. Huh? Yeah. And uh, Stein, Stein is the heart and soul of that team. Kept, kept them together. <laughs> Staged the comeback in the back nine. And then uh, uh, all square going to the 18th hole. Stein put it fucking – a foot and a half from the pin on a part of three. It's a part of three eighteen, mm-hmm. and put it a foot and a half from the pin. Put us to bed. I mean, we thought it was going. <laughs> it was like it was rolling, and we were always like holding our breath. It was so fucking cool. Wait, who was the kid that the Redskins fan? Uh, kid Stevie. There was another foursome in front of us. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the Wheelers were there, and uh, Stevie, another kid. I don't right. know. So yeah, uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Stein, Stein. Fucking oh, all, that makes all, sense because one, one of the wheelers, one of the wheelers, the Redskins fans. So that makes sense now. <laughs> well, just you think they all congregate together, all the Redskins fans. I think together? so, man. They just find each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, it's it's a it's a small but proud fraternity. I guess. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah, like I said before, I, mean, I got some. What did you do this weekend? Let's get. To, I mean, fucking ignoring you completely. Um, Saturday I went. To, I got a little uh, beach day in. Oh yeah, I was Saturday was rough. That was the weather held up for you too a little bit, or you yeah, early enough? Yeah, I mean we got there like around eleven, mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think the rain, the the heavy stuff didn't start until like three. Okay. All right. Um, so I made I made the mistake. I thought it was only going to be like a two hour window we were going to get in. Okay. So I packed like five beers. Oh no! A couple uh, a couple high percentage ones. I was like, this will this will get me through. And uh, we ended up staying to at the beach a little bit longer, and then we went back to like a friend's place. They have a pool. It's a okay. like apartment complex, kind of like you have, and then you know they have the pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the best part is like when the. You know, the heavy stuff, we, you know, we kind of knew the heavy stuff was coming, so we timed it perfectly and left. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than uh, having, like, a pool to yourself in, like, a rainstorm. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's, like, my type. I mean, as much as I want to, you know, be sunny, you know, 90 well, there's not, sunny. There's, as far as a pool goes, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, having it to yeah. yourself in, like, yeah. in, in, a, in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. You go for uh, you go for a dip. You do any like diving catches, volleyball? What are you guys doing in the pool? I did dive. It was a I shouldn't have been diving. It was like a five foot pool. It's a it's a long, big pool, but <laughs> the, the deep end is five feet. It's like you oh. got yeah, come up with a yeah. broken neck or broken shoulder. Yeah, um, no, I did some swimming though underwater. Haven't okay, done that, haven't done that in a while. Because hey, it works all, works all the uh, muscle groups. It's great. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what I did was, when I ran out of beer, uh, one of my fiancés... 20, her... 20 minutes into the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing? no, it's terrible. Uh, I made it almost to the end of the beach session, which was four. I was, hey, we were there a lot longer than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fiance, her friend's brother, brought a six-pack of uh, watermelon kiwi seltzer. Seltzers, you know, the Trulies. And no, apparently, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, you're about to find out. <laughs> about to get a crash course. Um, and apparently nobody liked those. And he also brought a handle of Kirkland vodka. Oh, okay. So, I, so I just got a red cup and I put half and half. And that was my, <laughs> uh, that was my uh, alternate to uh, beer for the but rest of the afternoon. What was, it, what was it? It was watermelon kiwi? Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, it was atrocious. They were right. It is atrocious. There's only two ways to drink that, and one is half and half with a cup of vodka. The other way is you you stick a tampon into it, and then just just put that directly into your mouth when you're done. Yeah, hey, it's uh, you know, it's poor man's Arnold Palmer. You know, half and half. You did the best you could with what we had to work with, man. I gotta blame you though, man. Yeah, you always gotta. This the saying is you gotta uh, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Like you're saying, two hours planning for two hours is a big mistake on your part. I know. I've, I've, I told small, you. I told you. I told you. I told you for a long time, man. When you ever go shopping, you buy a thirty rack, you know, party, whatever. You buy a thirty rack and a twelve pack. Like thirty's enough, but the twelve pack you gotta have just in case. You know, you didn't even you didn't even do that. Well, you don't get a thirty just for yourself, but you got to get what you think you need and then add on like. I I, don't know, the cooler was 40 percent. The cooler was packed to the brim. I had sandwiches uh, in there. It was it was all right. It was packed to the brim. There's nothing I could do. There's probably something you could do. I see. I don't like that attitude right off the bat, man. Nothing well, you can do. I don't like that attitude. What do you mean? You got to be kick other positive. shit out. It's got to be. You got a problem. There's a problem in front of you. You got to solve it. You can't just say. Uh, I did solve it. I drank some watermelon kiwi. <laughs> that sounds like more of a problem. In a fucking but... thunderstorm. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. Uh, okay. All right. Well. I'll to give that one to you. Did, I guess, yeah, did the best you could, but you could have pre- prepared better. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you know, I, you know, man, if you're gonna give me shit over this, <laughs> how about on Sunday we were uh, on my way to my mother's to use the pool. It was really hot Sunday. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we stopped in the package store. My fiance wanted to grab a bottle of rose. Mm-hmm. And I knew my mother would have beer there. So I wasn't going to grab any beer, but I made an, imp- an impulse purchase. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard of these uh, Arnold Palmers that they make? No, isn't it just uh, half and half lemon iced tea with vodka in it? Is that it? It's it's an Arnold Palmer with booze in it. Yeah, yeah. And there was a single. Yeah, thought... There was a single in front, and I didn't see it, so I grabbed the six pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, it t- it tastes exactly like an Arnold Palmer with booze. I only drank one of them though, because they're I think, sweet. I think it's just called a John Daly. Oh, is it? I thought so. Yeah. Oh man, I think AP may have stole it from him because there's a picture of him on the uh, on the can. A picture of Daly in the can? No. Palm, picture of Arnold Palmer. Palmer on the can? Oh, yeah. man. Wow. Well, he's always a better marketer than John Daly, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he's more – yeah, definitely more marketable. I mean, he's been dead for like five years, but <laughs> still. <laughs> his, team, his team is better at marketing than John Daly. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, four more of those in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it tastes exactly how you'd expect it. I feel like John Daly should be like Johnny Walker Red. Like very warm Johnny, not room temperature, like a little higher than room temperature. Johnny Walker Red, mm-hmm. with the same temperature uh, Bud, or like a Miller Light, and then yeah, he's uh, more of like a Miller Light guy, I would say. And then uh, I don't know, like a menthol Parliament or something like that. Yeah, was he a smoker, John Daly? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, there's pictures of him like on the course. Yeah, on the course. Yeah, for sure. It's I can great. see him being like a Marb Light. Guy. Yeah, you know, I probably might have shortchanged him on the cigarette there. It's probably a marb lighter, maybe even a red. Yeah. I can see him being a marb red guy all the way through. Yeah. There's, fuck, there's some people over the weekend, not to get off topic, but uh, <laughs> there, there was a woman inside the place I was getting sandwiches before the beach, man. Mm-hmm. You ever ran into these people who they, they're having the, the conversation on the phone and the chick's on speaker? Oh, or or yeah. man, or man, could be a man. But this yeah. woman, but this woman was like having a full blown conversation with yelling, yelling into her phone. Her friend was yelling. Uh, it was one of those conversations she, where they were like bitching and moaning about something. She was probably in the shop, right, like two miles away too. Yeah. Then I was in, then I was in CVS the, the day before. I think it was Friday. Yeah, it must have been Friday because I was at work, and like this, this lady just came up on me, man. Came up behind me just like no regard like just like one of those moves to ask the uh you know cashier a question oh just sidled up and crowded you yeah oh yeah Oof. full court press on me man i had no, to like, ma- do a sidestep she wearing a mask nah yeah but like not over her face <laughs> just she was wearing a ma- she was wearing a mask but it was one of those from from uh Phantom of the Opera, just covering the eyes and then half one of her cheeks. Yeah, well, I would have signed <laughs> for that if you saw this lady. That's not the kind of mask we're talking about, lady. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, so, uh, oh, man, the characters are out. They're out and about. Yeah. Do you know what? Today, how did you mention it? Today in the highway. So there's traffic to work has been pretty good since I've been driving down there. Normally, with like traffic, it could be like a buck and a half, 140 maybe. Yeah. Now it's like an hour. It may be 55 minutes to get down there. I, I fly down there. On the way back today, you could tell there's just amateurs, pe- people that ha- don't sit in like rush hour traffic. For number one, it wasn't that bad um, if you've been in that traffic before. And then all of a sudden, I see a car fly by me on the shoulder, just going, you know, on the other side of, you know, right next to the divider yeah. and the non lane. I said, one, I said, what the fuck this guy's doing? I hate people like that. Normally, I would just kind of intro over a little bit, but I just didn't see my review, my review in time. 
two minutes later, another car zooms up. But where the fuck are you guys going, man? This traffic is not bad, and it was it cleared out. I'm telling you, I got home in an hour. It was it was it just you know backed up for a couple minutes. That was it. Yeah, people flying on the fucking shoulder, fucking amateur hour. Just fucking <laughs> yeah. sit and be miserable like everybody else. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that movie either. Nah, it's scummy. Characters around, man. Nobody knows that. It, yeah, I thought society was bad before all this, but now that it's like all broken down a little bit, now like the real trash comes to comes to the. Uh, What's it called? The, the, the cream rises to the top. Yeah, the, yeah. the trash rises to the top. Yeah. Out of the woodwork. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Brutal. All right. Well, we got a couple quick things with uh, sports to touch on. Real life sports before we uh, go back in time to some Yankees from 99 and go on from there. Um, number one, Cam Newton is now a New England Patriot. He is. Uh, so this – who – is classic Belichick move, low risk, high reward, pays him nothing, incentive laden deal. Uh, if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. He guy has no problem. It doesn't work out with a big start. We'll cut him loose in two weeks. If it does work out, you know that's if Cam shows any signs of life, any bit of MVP Cam comes uh, to play in New England, it's going to be dangerous because uh, Bill Belichick will find a place or find a way to use him and use those skills. As a Dolphins fan, are you nervous about this? Man? Um, I guess a little bit. You know, it's it probably gives them a better chance to win than Jarrett Stidham, whatever the fuck yeah. his name is. We're not, uh, we're not. We're never gonna remember that name now because no. Cam's in. Yeah, we'll see you week one, Cam. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, week one actually, Miami. <laughs> and you might. Well, you might. You might be the only team that sees that that Jared Stein Steinman, whatever yeah. his name is. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a low risk move. Uh, at low risk, high reward. I don't see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Like, I, I'm more interested in. Uh, we'll go. I was going to go backwards to him in Carolina, but I think, yeah, it's kind of like the Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown had more off the field issues, kind of leading up. Yeah, like, I was thinking like Brown and uh, the kid from the Browns. Like those guys had much different issues. Yeah, Cam Josh just, Gordon. Cam's just like a personality, and he's and he's injury issues. Yeah, the injury is the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think Belichick's just looking at it as a little bit of an upgrade over Stidham, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a low risk move. So he's just hoping for the best. Like I, I don't know what else to really say about it. I think that's it. In Cam's defense, he was ne- he never had a problem like like those two guys have had. No, you know I don't I mean? know. Yeah, I don't know what Cam's issue was. Like a little bit of an attitude issue, maybe, or uh... I don't think so. Because when he was healthy, I, I get it. Because he's a big, big personality, and uh, sometimes you know, if he has like a bad play in the field, he's kind of pouting and stuff like that. But, Not diving you know, for that fumble in the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, he was getting fucking rocked in Super Bowl. Not, I mean, it's a Super Bowl. You got to go for it, but yeah. he got murdered though. Uh, yeah, but even like leading up to that Super Bowl, like he was in a car accident, like right like week of uh, was NFC cha- the NFC Championship game. Yeah, wasn't he? I don't know. It was something like that, and it was it was either the week of the like, week before the Super Bowl, like the week off, or a week before when the, before the championship game. I don't remember exactly, but he was yeah. So I mean, he always comes to play when he's healthy. Yeah, but if you want to if you want to say hustle, I guess that's. I mean, these guys though. He's he's been running into tacklers for forever though. He's getting bashed forever. 
And I've, I've said it before, man. It was it was the Super Bowl, and then that Thursday night opener against Denver, and they just it was a, all of a sudden late hits were were a problem, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna start calling late hits this year. Oh, but well, we're gonna wait till Sunday to call late hits because he got murdered on Thursday night. Yeah, Denver, Denver, that, Denver definitely did a number on him. Yeah, that, that changes up a lot of things. But and now it's just a matter of getting him to putting him in the right system. It's if he's healthy. I mean, we haven't seen him throw downfield in you know over a year, right? Yeah, health forever. is the number one thing with him. Yeah. It's definitely the biggest issue. I mean, he's not going to come back and be running all over the place like he used to be. Nah, I mean, he's, you know, he's not old, but he's in his 30s now. You know, yeah. you're not going to be able he... to run around for that long. No, no, not no, not get your head bashed in like yeah, that. Yeah, the if, wear and tear, yeah. Yeah, if he, can, if he can find some accuracy as a quarterback, he could, and he, he could play with Belichick. Like, he'll, he'll find a way. So. Yeah, you would think so. Um, where do you think he stands? Uh, where do you think he goes down in Panthers history? Like with the fan, not like with like outside. I'm talking about with that fan base. Like where is he ranked? How I is he remembered? I would love Cam if I was a Panthers fan. I can understand really? the fr- frustrations, but I mean that's every fucking quarterback. It's not Matt Stafford. Like the, like Detroit fans will defend Matt Stafford forever. Because, oh, well, you got a bad team around, this and that. Like, it can't win a fucking MVP. He took it to the Super Bowl. I, I don't know if you could ask for that much more from the guy. Like, winning a Super Bowl, yeah. But, I mean, he did a lot for that team. He was great for that team, man. I would, I would like Cam a lot if I was a Panthers fan. I mean, they fucking Jake DeLone for how many years? Like, he, he, he I mean, could do same it thing. He could... They went to a Super Bowl and lost. Yeah, but, I mean, Cam, was, Cam won a fucking MVP. Yeah, but, I mean, MVP. That's 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 a great player, at least for that season, right? I mean, for multiple seasons. Yeah, it was an all-time player. season, fifteen and one season. Not obviously, it ended horribly. Um, I mean, is he? I mean, he's, he's probably he's got to be the best Panthers quarterback. Like Kerry Collins, I guess, is on there. But no, uh, it it's, Cam, definitely, it's definitely Cam, Cam. Cam's Cam's the best quarterback they've had. I mean, as far as like favorite players, you know, not including McCaff, um Christian McCaffrey. I mean, like was it like Steve Smith, Keikley? Those oh, guys. the best player in Panthers history. Yeah, yeah. Like Steve if you were a Pan- if you're a Panther fan, like now you <laughs> not, right right now you hate Cam because he's going to the fucking Patriots. So right now it doesn't count. Like you got to like give it some time to breathe, see what happens when he's in New England. Right now you go to any Panthers fan, they're gonna fucking hate the guy. Yeah, but I mean, he's he, they kind of it's not like they offered him a contract and he decided to go to New England. It doesn't matter. Fans are stupid, man. Fans fans are irrational. It doesn't yeah. matter to him. And yeah, and, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be like twenty years down the road. It's going to depend how the Panthers did over that to, next. I feel like he went to battle. He went to war with those teams, man. He got murdered out there for him. Like, how you, you, are not, you? How a, you are you a Giants fan that kind of soured on Eli though? No, I see. I like Eli, but I also understand what Eli is. I got people who say he's a Hall of Famer. I gotta say that's. He's not a shoe in Hall of Famer. He's probably gonna get in because of the two Super Bowls. But no, I'm not. I, I'm not sour on Eli. He hung on for too long. I was sour on for like the last five or seven years, <laughs> yeah. which seems like which seems like a lot. But he had a real long career. So yeah, it, he just it ended it ended badly. I blame him for. But as the players do, players stick around. They they'll stick around forever. And management just kept around. Man, management should have cut him loose a long time ago. But they kept they they kept seeing what fans what like his biggest defenders saw was that he could put it together for a stretch. And I'm like, oh, well, that's that's what we have. 
and which was great to have when he was in his prime. But when he's getting older, you just got to say to yourself, what are the odds that a 30 some odd, you know, 36, 37, 38 year old quarterback is going to be able to put it together for that long again? It's just not going to happen. Well, the odds are against it. There's like, it's Brady and that's it. Right. So you love Eli or like Eli. I, yeah, I like Eli. And it, it, two Super Bowls. How could, how could I not like him? Those two years, I, without those two years, the last 30 years have been fucking miserable. Well, yeah. 20... I mean, well, right. That's why I'm just checking because you said Panthers fans should love Cam. It's like, I don't know about love. I mean, three winning records that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, right. That's, I mean, football is fucking a weird sport and you don't get teams that maintain for that long. You could have a franchise quarterback for a long time. And still not find a way to put a winner around him. And that, that's not all on the quarterback. And what he did for him in those good years was, was awesome. I mean, the guy was exciting a player as there was in, in the sport. Yeah, I think if I'm a Panthers fan, just like a polite hand, you know, glad he was our guy for a few years, and then uh, he's got to move on. All right. I'm not, not putting a statue outside. No, 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 no statue. No, no. statue. Yeah, okay. uh, not a Hall of Famer, right? No, no. A short, short, unless short he, window. Unless he has a nice second. Unless he has like a nice second career. Yeah, if he the, if uh, he takes if he takes the Pats to the Super Bowl or something like that, and he puts up you know another like uh, like Brady numbers. Yeah, like oh, maybe because he was whatever. number one overall pick too. It was, it was yeah. like a high. It was a high expectation. Uh, the draft. Draft such a crapshoot. I can't. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that in football. Calling them busts. No, I don't think no, he was. No a, I don't think he was a bust. I just think he no. had like one career year, and then he was like, you know, good, good in other years. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, and also, there's nobody else really. Like, who, who else would you like? Obviously, the big guys you'd rather have, but the guys that could have replaced them, like free agents or. That were coming in. There's just you know, it's not like you could have replaced them with somebody better. That's no. what I like. That's the thing with Eli. Like for a while there, it was like, yeah, he's on the backside of his career, but who the fuck are we going to bring in here to replace him? Like let's just let's ride it out, hope for the best, and just hope, and then plan for the future, which the Giants never fucking plan for the future. Right. Then you know they never would have done. Like I would have loved if the Giants picked up Bridgewater. Um, was when the Jets got him, you know, a couple of years ago before. Before the Jets traded them to New Orleans, yeah, um, like, that would have been that would have been a perfect move for the Giants. I think it's going to be dependent on how Bridgewater plays these next couple of years. No, I just mean as far as like a a a, a gap, like a bridge between no, I Eli mean, and and the next guy. No, I know. You know I, mean, I mean, I mean how Newton is remembered in Carolina. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be it'll lean favorably, just because of that one MVP year and the Super Bowl appearance. Um, I, I, I can't get over. I mean, he he like he put his body in the line for that team multiple times, and to, to see him kind of dazed and to not respect that as just a, a man to man looking at a guy dazed on the, on the field, not you know when play at a time when players are supposed to come out and have the slightest bit of a head injury. Yeah. And I you mean I in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I talking about that Thursday night game uh, specifically, but yeah, I mean the Super Bowl too. He got big. I don't remember him getting the concussion in the Super Bowl. He might he might have, but. No, I don't think he did. But that Thursday night game, he played he was, like he, he did, though. He, <laughs> that defense was really good. I know. I, yeah. But I, yeah, no, Cam's a he's he was a good good. He was a good player. Good, very good player. I'll say very yeah. good. Yeah, that's a, that's a fine assessment of him. He's a who very had good an, player. Who had an MVP season? Yes. Yeah, and you don't get a lot of those, man. Just take them, take them, take them where you can. 
Yeah, all right. So, uh, Major League Baseball is run, not running the problems just yet, but you're seeing the uh, complications of uh, this season already as uh, Ryan Zimmerman and a couple other players have opted out of playing. I don't think it's the end of this happening. I mean, we've seen it in basketball already. It's just, uh, you know, it's not, it's nothing's going to be smooth this year. And this is just the first of many, I don't know, stutter steps or bumps in the road that, that that's going to come out and happen along the way. Uh, I I don't know where to start with it. I mean, we kind of knew this was coming, and, but yeah. are you worried about anyway the Yanks sitting out? Are you worried about multiple people sitting out from the Yanks? Like I know Judge came out and said he can't wait to get out there again. Yeah. Um. So that's good. At least we got ninety nine out there. Uh, Is he healthy? <laughs> well, <laughs> one thing at a time, man. Yeah. He's, ex- he's excited to play. Let's get that out there. Uh. Yeah. I don't- it's going to be tough because when, when it happens to guys on other teams, it's like, it's all right. Who gives a shit? You know, yeah. Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross. Once it's once your <laughs> players, you know, once your players start, you know, opting out, I don't know how I'm going to react to that. Uh, probably not favorably just because I feel like as a professional, like you got to get out there and play. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm just focused on the Yankees. I'm hoping all those guys can get ready. You know, get healthy. I'm sure a couple of them are going to get it, the Corona. Um, but you just got to take the precautions. And uh, although I don't know, they are in New York, so hopefully that could. But you know, at some at some point during the season, it could easily happen. Uh, yeah, I'm sure those guys all live in New York and kind of get in Jersey, right? They're just driving into the Bronx, basically. Yeah, you would hope so. You know, like yeah. a lot of these guys who got it, I don't know. You know, like you know, it's impossible to know what everyone's situation is if they're yeah, careless what, or. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Is kind of how this happens. Like, you get in gyms, are you going out? Like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, it makes it. When I hear about major league athletes getting it, who have been quarantined for the past three months, like I wonder what the fuck are they doing. Right, not all of them happen though. Like you saw with like Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott, like those guys. There was pictures of them early on in the quarantine, like partying with other people. So that's not really patient X and yeah, Texas. yeah. Like a lot of these guys haven't given a shit. They're young, and look at all the like nobody has any like professional athlete that's gotten it even been close to you know fatal. Not fatal. I think Von Miller said it was tough though. Yeah, I mean, I know Durant like had it early on. Like a bunch of these guys. I think he was asymptomatic, Durant, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think most Spencer Dimwitty. Spencer Dimwitty has it. Yeah, and he said he's today. having a little bit of symptoms. He said. All right. Is that what he said? Uh, I didn't really, I didn't really follow up on. It. I just, I, I, I think, I, I I think he, he said was, he has a little bit of symptoms. I just thought he was questionable for the season. Well, he said he might not. He might like opt out. I think. Yeah, that's probably. They might even ask him to at this point. Really they though, won't. I mean, it's still a month. I have no, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I don't know if the Nets would ask him to, or the league would ask him to, or it's, I don't know, or his family would ask him to. So I'm just I, know, ask I mean, him it's June 29th. I feel like if you quarantine for two weeks, you could still. Yeah, but you know, I, kind I, of, you know, what kind of affects that the things that I have on him, though. You know, if it's a lung thing, you got to get your, you got to get your stamina yeah. back. You know, you can't be NBA basketball is not like you're standing around. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Guys, then they got to do what they got to do. Then again, J.R. Smith has been going to the court after with the lungs full before, and they've never had a problem. Yeah, if there's one guy who just doesn't give a fuck about Corona, it's J.R. Smith. <laughs> what a gift. What a gift the Lakers have given us, man. 
Yeah, JR's back. You know, LeBron is like the <laughs> LeBron is like the uh, coach's son in Little League. Like he just like recruits all his friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? He just yeah. yeah. Le- LeBron has a hard time finding people that like him, so it's like, oh, JR's available. You know what I mean? He, JR could be forty-five years old, not touch the basketball in eight years, and here he comes. Uh, but yeah, but I'm sure didn't the Lakers have? Was Avery Bradley a Laker? I don't know. Uh, well, whatever. I think he opted out. I think the Lakers had one or two guys opt out. So yeah, I think that's yeah. why they, they, needed, they needed some bodies. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. We'll what an see, incre- uh, incredible career J.R. Smith has had. Just like high, high of the highs. And like some of the most mind blowing things you'll ever see in a basketball court. It's truly stunning. Amazing body of work. Excited to see him and the most bizarre ending to an NBA season. Yeah. And I don't plan on rooting for the Lakers to begin with. So JR being a Laker is perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You want to be on a team that you don't want to win. Yeah. yeah. I'd be be mad if he went to a team that I wanted to like pull for. Wow. That was quick. We talked about it, you know, if we were going to root for the Lakers this year. And no. You're... <laughs> I said it from the start. I said it uh, two days after Kobe died. I said, no, I'm still not rooting for the Lakers. All right. <laughs> not rooting for LeBron. I'm sorry. All right. That's fair. Yeah, no. I mean, uh, yeah, we talked about it. This is going to be his, like, legacy season. It's just kind of padding the stats a little bit. Yeah. See what he can do. But, Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't want him to go out there and make it about Kobe or anything like that, because then, you, then you'll feel bad. Yeah, you're right. We can't, we can't have you feeling guilty for that. No, not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to take a quick break here, two-second shutdown, and uh, come back, talk some Yankee baseball at the end of the, end of the last millennium. All right. All right, we're back Sunday poor. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, when we left off last Yankee uh, podcast, I would say, I don't know, a couple months ago, who knows. We had uh, just finished off with 98, season of our lives. You know, we were both kids, 114 wins, 125 and 50, finished the job. Uh, we come back to 99, uh, and it's, uh, what, do you know, what are the Yankees going to do for an encore? Um, they make a trade for Clemens, very unfavorable with the diehards, I would say. Yes. Um, still, still to, well, it ended up working out, but yeah, still to this day, you know, Wells was our de facto ace in 98. And then we bring in Clemens who all he did when he was a Red Sox and Blue Jay was plunk our guys. <laughs> um, so not popular with the fans, but it was a George, very George move. Uh, so we come into 99 and I, will, I do remember, I don't know where the hell I would have been on vacation in April, but I, I remember not being around for opening day and Clemens getting the loss on the West Coast. Okay. And then, I yeah, I remember him taking the loss. For some reason, in the mid to, er, into mid to late 90s, we opened up out West like every year. Like four yeah, or five there, years. There was a run of that. Yep. Well, because 99, I'm looking at the schedule right now. We opened up in Oakland, 99. And the Get year those before. those West Coast trips out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't mind it, actually. And the mm. year before, remember when Tory's, you know, job was in jeopardy because we got to off of the one and three or one and four start, whatever it was. <laughs> that was in Seattle. So there was like a stretch yeah. here where we always opened up on the West Coast, uh, which, yeah, getting it out of the way is nice. 
Um, but then after the loss, they win seven in a row, and it's like, oh my god, like they're gonna do this again. Like they're just gonna have another year where they don't lose. I mean, obviously that you know they it leveled out a little bit. They only won ninety eight games mm-hmm. that year. Um, so yeah, I mean ninety nine. Obviously, they go on to win it, and uh, I have. Do you have any box scores from 99 that you were at? The only game that I was at in uh, 99 was the clincher. I can remember. I was probably at a game during the summer. I don't remember any, but I was at the clincher game four. All right, all right. We'll get, we'll get to that one. I have yeah. one game from over the summer. Um, okay. Well, for, first of all, um, I think for the 99 season, like the number one thing that probably sticks out would be Cone's perfect game. Yes, I don't know if we remember yeah. to bring up Wells' perfect game last show, but whatever. You know, Cone's uh, perfect game against Montreal, which that I can remember like it was yesterday. You know, striking out uh, Vlad to end the seventh on like a pitch outside. Mm-hmm. Um, just like so many things, I remember Ricky Day hitting a big home run. So I was, hey, that's Ricky Day's thing. Said you, home runs. Ricky. Oh, yeah, I love Ricky Day. So I was actually at a game this year, a few games after the Cone uh, perf- perfecto. Let me see. Cone's perfect game was on a Sunday. Also, Yogi Berra day for people who don't remember. Cone throwing out. uh, You know, well, you know who the losing pitcher was in the perfect in the perfect game. Uh, Montreal. Montreal. Speaking of fan favorites. Oh, Javi Vasquez. Yes, Ricky (laughs) Lede hit one a mile off. So let's see. Cone's perfect game was on a Sunday. I was at. The a Thursday afternoon game. How many times we signed Javi Vasquez? Like three times. Oh man, Cashman just like oh, he's like, man. all right, we'll see. We're back to the well a million times. That guy. Well, it lost. Oh, Brought sorry. him back after '09. Shaking my fucking head, man. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, brutal. <laughs> so I was at the Cones Perfect game was on a Sunday. I was at the following Thursday against Tampa. Um. So we won this game 5-4. Just a couple fun facts. Freddie McGriff had a big game. Part of the reason I think I, I'm such a Fred McGriff uh, fan and think he should be in the Hall of Fame is every time I remember him playing the Yanks, he just pounded us. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously the 96 World Series. And then yeah. in this game, he, uh, he had an RBI double in the first and then a solo dinger off Pettit in yeah, the fourth. He was a monster. He was, and uh, let me get the pitching matchup in this game. It was Pettit versus Rick White. <laughs> Rick White got pounded Ooh. a little bit. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie hit a dinger in the in the uh, first inning. Five, so five four win. Do you remember a player on the Devil Rays named Bob Smith? No, me neither. But he was <laughs> he was the three hitter that day, hitting one fifty four. Oh. With a 252 on base percentage, it, it really this looks like a lineup Madden would have made, and this is like years before Madden took over. <laughs> Although they didn't, they didn't have the players that Madden had. No, Miguel Cairo, <laughs> Dave Martinez, Bob Smith in the three hole, McGriff, Bubba Trammell in the five hole, DHing. All right, Miguel Cairo, Bubba Trammell, and Fred McGriff is yeah. a pretty big three. Yeah, they had a, they had a decent middle of the middle of the order. Um, <laughs> And then these last names, uh, Rich Butler in left, Terrell Lowry in center. Oh, man. Aaron Ledesma at short, which I, that name rings a bell a little bit. And Mike DeFelice behind the plate hitting 250. 
it's uh, not good. Again, I know a lot of, especially this era in baseball, I know yeah. a lot of players. And when you pull out, I don't know, like five, I mean, I, I guess still a lot, four or five players I know on that team. Yeah. Like Mike Felice and, you know, I think I know, yeah, like five guys I know. But <laughs> I feel like that's, I feel like it's not a lot. I feel like you should know everybody in the starting lineup. Especially in the 90s, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Norm Charlton had to be one of his last stops. He came in for two innings of relief. Uh, these are like, that's nice. That's nice. You guys see one of the nasty boys. One of the uh, nasty boys. Yeah. Pettit went six. Mike Stanton two thirds of an inning. Mendoza inning a third. Then Rivera for the three out save. Uh, let's give you the Yankees lineup quick. Knobloch, Jeter, O'Neill, Bernie, Tino, Chili Davis, DH, and Brocious, Chad Curtis, Girardi. So pretty standard for the uh, '90s Yanks. Yeah. Um, I always feel like Tampa in that era was just a retirement home for. Some, yeah, Conseco. Conseco had to be on this team. Fucking Conseco, that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> we signed him in 2000. He's got a ring. He's still a piece of shit. He is. He is the one of the biggest pieces of shit. But I, you know what? He, him, his hatred for A Rod though is like it almost <laughs> it makes it harder to hate him. It really does. Everybody hates A Rod. Come on. Yeah, I know, but he holds a grudge. Yeah. Uh, not as much of a grudge as I hold against him and Arod. I got a grudge against both of them. The <laughs> enemy of my enemy isn't my fucking enemy when he's also my enemy. All right, fair, fair. All right, <laughs> it's just yeah. I just, I'm like I'm like Russia in uh, World War II, where uh, I'm not really friends with anybody, but are fighting everybody. Yeah, you're just, you're just hoping for destruction. Yeah, basically hanging back in the bushes. Got it. I'm not ready to make an alliance with with Conseco to uh, to beat the Germans. Not yet. Nah. A Rod being the Germans. No, another Instagram post from A Rod. Maybe you'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So not much else to say about this game. Um, so I, I mean, you skip ahead to the playoffs. Really, it was another who did, kind who did, of wait. Who did you, wait? Do you, do you remember? Who, do you remember who you went to with that? Oh that yeah, game? actually, I do have a little bit of a story about that. Um, a, a friend of mine. In middle school, his father was a cop, and okay. he he ran uh, some sort of like a um, some sort of like program for like troubled kids. Uh, you know, grow up who grew up in like troubled neighborhoods, kind of like something to give them an outlet. Like I don't know if it was like a camp or like sort of like an after school sort of thing. But anyways, yeah. it was it was over the summer. Like he would take uh, a bunch of kids, like rent the school bus and and just go up to a Yankee game. So like I, oh, we just cool. kind of tagged along to it, nice. like me and my All friend. Right. So, uh, yeah, we were not wearing matching shirts. It was not one of those camps. Remember, <laughs> on those wearing, day, those day games yellow shirts in the yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, thirty thousand uh, different colored shirts in the upper deck. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, and it's funny that I remember the way I was able to find this box score was because of McGriff. I remember McGriff teeing off against us. And uh, mm-hmm. I, mean, I remember Bernie's home run, too, but there's a million games where Bernie hit a home run. So I, that's the <laughs> way I was able to find it, though, was, uh, was McGriff. I'm trying to figure out, like, when or a first tailgate might have been. Like, there's always a couple, there's always like, a, there's a couple, like, along the way where I might have gotten a beer from, like, somebody, but that doesn't really count. I mean, like, Tailgate, tailgate. You know what I mean? Oh, um, there's a there's a couple. I think even in '99, I might have had a beer at this clincher, and it probably took me like 45 minutes to drink it. You know, like not really knowing what I was doing. It's kind of eh, all right. 
uh, you know, also being underage with you know, people like you know, strangers is kind of trying to be cool about it. Yeah. Not coming, not coming, not, not being cool at all about it. But yeah, I'm trying to think, but we'll, I'm, it's not going to be in this, this show. I don't think. <laughs> no, I, I would have to think <laughs> about my first Yankee tailgate. I know we, yeah, it, yeah, it would probably be a few years after this. So, and then it was, and then it got off and running. <laughs> oh yeah, so somewhere in the early monster 2000s. was out of the cage for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Yanks go to the playoffs in a, a classic Yanks '90s fashion, sweep Texas in the first round. Yeah, nice Texas was uh, man. They were like the Twins had been in the past like ten, fifteen years, however long it's yeah. been. Um, yeah. So yeah, we take care, and this is the year that. Was this the year Strawberry got cancer? Or was that 98? I want to ah. say it was 98. I yeah. want to say 98. Because you know what? I think not... Strawberry... Yeah, I think I remember Strawberry playing in these playoffs. Yeah, I think it was 98. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 98. Um, so, yeah, obviously, Sweep Texas. I don't, how many games did we win the division by this? I won by five, and it had to be over, I think, Boston. Boston. Oh, yeah, because yeah. we played Boston in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, so that brings me to my, my next game. This is probably, if I had to rank, like, the top games I was ever at, I think I would have to put this one number one. Um, there's a couple of, like, really cool, like, milestone games I was at, like Jeter's three thousand hit, you know, Jeter's last mm-hmm. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was at the game after Steinbrenner and Bob Shepard both died. It was a uh, Swisher actually had a huge game, you know, tied yeah, it up. Yeah. Uh, and those were actually all new stadium too. I would have to. I mean, first of all, it's the only playoff game I was ever at in the old stadium, so maybe that's part of it. Sure, but yeah. there was nothing. There was nothing like, and this was really when the rivalry started to heat back up. I would say. Yep. Between, sure. Yeah. Between ninety, just... I would say between ninety nine and 05 maybe is when it really was like at a a level that I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, Pe- we'll yeah Pedro was there. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro. Was there. This yeah, is peak Pedro. This is peak Pedro this year too. Like the best yeah, you, right. you've ever seen. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I remember my my father. I think he surprised me with tickets that morning. Is this the Wednesday night, October thirteenth, in ninety nine? Eight uh, awesome. seventeen start time. Miserable weather. Uh, we sat in the left. Not really left. We're on the third base side, but we were like in left field. Oh, Does that right. make sense? Oh, yeah, we were up yeah. there. Uh, but yeah, it was just like a constant rain all day. It was one of those deals where they're out, you know, long in between innings because they're working on the mound. I mean, yep, this game yep. probably got got over well after midnight. Um, well, I heard game duration. It says right here three hours and thirty nine minutes. Oh, so it was a little shorter than I thought. I guess shorter than your average Yanks Red Sox game. Yeah, right. This is the ni- <laughs> This is the nineties. The pitchers actually pitched. <laughs> um, so our ace that year, El Duque, he got the uh, he got the start. And then uh, you want to take a stab at who got the start for the Red Sox? Oh, shit, I looked at it before. I don't remember. Yeah, I, the only way I would ever remember this is because I was at the game and I remember it being mocked when he, during announcements. It was <laughs> Kent Merker. 
<laughs> yes. Okay. He started two games this series, I think. He did. He started game five yeah. also. Right, right. <laughs> um, I'll give you the lineups quick. Red Sox, Jose Offerman, John Valentin, Brian Dahlback, Nomar, Troy O'Leary, Mike Stanley, fan, you know, old fan favorite of the Yanks, Jason Veritek, Darren Lewis, Trot Nixon. For the Yanks, oh, pretty man, standard. Knobloch, Jeter, O'Neill, Bernie, Chili Davis, Tino, Posada, Spencer, Brocious. Um, so, right, so, yeah. Tra- wait a second. Trot, Veritek. Yeah. Who's batting eighth and ninth? Uh, no, it was Veritek, Lewis, Nixon, seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay. Mike Stanley's in the sixth hole, playing first. Wait, wait, wait. Veritek, Nixon, there's somebody else in that fucking thing that you said that I can't stand. Troy O'Leary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like, didn't Tro- like Troy O'Leary either. Troy O'Leary, like, Veritek and Nixon took off, but Troy O'Leary, I hated him before anybody else, I think. He was just a guy that I could not stand on the fucking Red Sox. Yeah. And like Trot Nixon is shortly thereafter, and then Veritek like took the crown, obviously, um, as as he uh, got older. But I mean, fuck you, Troy. If you're listening, Troy O'Leary, I still don't yeah. like you. Yeah, turn it off. We don't want your listenership, bro. We can do without. Yeah, no, we don't need you, Troy. <laughs> I don't think he lasted much longer on the Red Sox after '99. Yeah, he wasn't up. around. He wasn't around. He wasn't around for like the second anything. wave of the rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like I said, miserable weather all night. And uh, what made it even more miserable is the – I mean, the Red Sox came out and just – they were pounding El Duque out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, they scored two in the first. They attacked on another one in the top of the second. Uh, it was ugly at first, man. He, even, he, like, had to work out of a few jams, as El Duque would do. Uh, so three nothing heading into the second, and Brocious hits a. Uh, you probably find it on YouTube. I think I was searching these leading up to this. Brocious hits a big two run homer to kind of like, you know, people were a little tense. You playing your rival, you know, let let people Down breathe three, a little yeah. bit of a you know breath of fresh air. You got a ball, it's a ball relief. game, yeah. It's yeah. a ball game, yeah. Right, you know. Um. So yeah, El Duque settles down. Uh, Kent Merker makes it through. Was it four innings? Which I guess is impressive for Kent Merker. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, bottom seven, it's still 3-2, obviously. And Jeter ties it up with a ribby single. Uh, makes it 3-3. And Derek then, Lowe. Does Derek Lowe Derek. make an appearance? No, he blows, oh, yeah. He off Derek Lowe. Yes, yeah. You could definitely find that on YouTube. Another guy I can't stand. Oh, yeah, for sure. Below. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you know, they, they go to Rivera for two innings. El Duque makes it through eight innings. I would love to see his pitch count. I wonder if I could uh, find that on this on this page, on the, what do you call it, baseball reference. Um, but El Duque makes it through eight innings. And when I tell you he was getting pounded in the first couple innings, he was getting pounded. By the way, the the attendance, 57,180. <laughs> I don't even. I think you can only fit fifty thousand in the new, uh, new place. <laughs> um, no standing room in this place either, man. You had to have a seat. El Duque. Yeah, we, I used had, to pack it in there, man. Yeah, I don't know. The pitch count isn't important, I guess. I can't find it. We had us over a hundred pitches. It, yeah, eight innings, seven hits, three runs. Yeah. Oh yeah, there is a count pitch count, but it's it's uh, blank. Well, yeah, they didn't start taking that stat until 2007. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, El Duque, a big reason why this game wasn't four hours, probably, because he did settle down. I mean, his line looks great. It's eight innings, seven hits, three runs, two earned, two walks, four oh, strikeouts. A couple walks, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, lot, a lot better than Kent Merker's line. So, uh, yeah, long, long story short, we fast forward into bottom of the 10th. And, it were, again, it was another one of these – half innings where, I mean, it just took forever for them to get the mound going. And it, was con- it wasn't even so much a rain by this point. It was like one of those constant mists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, it was October baseball, you know what I mean? You the love best, it if you yeah. win. Yeah, you love it the if best. you win. It's miserable leaving if you lose. No worse feeling. And uh, Rod Beck comes in. I believe it was the first pitch of the inning. That I could probably find out. I'm pretty sure it was the first pitch of the inning. Bernie hits a line drive uh, over Darren Lewis' head, over the wall. Off the bat, there's no way I thought it was gone. It was because he hit it on on a line. Mm -hmm. And again, we're like sitting in like left field, kind of third base side. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the ball just kept carrying, man. And there's no way in that weather I thought it was gone. And I I will give uh, Buck credit. I've I've gone back and watched the call with Buck and uh, I think Michael K had the call on radio. They both mm-hmm. kind of knew off the bat. But, uh, yeah, Bernie ending it in the bottom of the 10th. Uh, walking out of that – well, first of all, just like going nuts at the time, like in the – jumping around the aisle. But walking out of that place – it was the first pitch of the inning, by the way. <laughs> Rod, Rod Beck. Poor Rod, Rod Beck. Rod Beck wouldn't have it. He would never have, any, never have it any other way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like nothing, just absolute euphoria beating, uh, you know, your rival that you've been beating for oh, fucking 80 walk years. Off 10, walk off and extras. It's great. Man. And like, it was just back in the day when like we were walking out of that stadium and I swear there was, there is one Red Sox fan who is oh, no. <laughs> sticky, he, who's just sticking in my brain right now. I could picture him. I think he had like a hat, maybe just a hat on the jacket. The depression just that was just all over this guy's face, okay? And he's like, you know, I'm sure there was a bunch. There was definitely a bunch of Red Sox fans. But it was just him at the moment. And you know, you know the walk you used to have to make, like, up and down those, uh, those uh, sure, corridors? Yeah, yeah. So every time we would turn around, I would see him and just, like, <laughs> the absolute misery all over his face. And it was like. <laughs> 50,000 people, man, and we all knew the series was over after yeah. one game. I yeah. mean, it was beautiful. It's There's set, nothing it's like it, tone, man. man. Walk, yeah. walking, walking out of the stadium that night, uh, I, can't, I can't compare it to anything else. I've never been to a World Series game, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, beating the Red Sox, uh, you know, big walk-off home run in the ALCS, uh, nothing like it. That adrenaline just carries you, man. You're floating out of the, out of the, oh, out of the park. Man. It's incredible. Uh, it's a, it's great. A big win against the team that you hate. I mean, you just you're floating. Yep. And the whole and the, and the whole stadium's floating. It's great. Yeah, I would say the loudest. I would I would probably argue is the loudest that this, I've heard the stadium in person. Um, definitely the old stadium. The new stadium, like I said, I was at Jeter's three thousand hit. They were really loud. And Jeter's last game, the walk-off hit, they were really loud, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, proving that the new place could be loud. Nothing with the acoustics or whatever they wanted to blame it on the first few years. Well, it's got to be packed, and the fans got to give a shit. That's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, but I, I would argue that that's probably the loudest I've ever heard the stadium was that, uh, that Bernie walk-off. Oh, yeah. 
That's a good one, man. Yeah. Shit. Rest of the series, uh, pretty uneventful. Not really a whole heck of a lot going on. Yeah. Take game two, Coney wins it. Um, game three, Clemens gets crushed. Absolutely yep. fucking shit. Only loss of the uh, entire playoffs was that game. Nice, nice work, Raj. Oh, he got pounded too in that game. Day game, just pounded. Yes, oh, that's right. Cause that was the game. I do remember it uh, more vividly than I, I wanted to. But thank you. Yeah. Uh, game four in Boston had some fireworks. You remember, like the phantom tag from Knobloch? Yes. Red Sox fans throwing shit in the field. Yes, it was still Cl- a close classiest. game at that point, and then we kind of pulled away. Yeah, Ricky Lee hit a grand slam. <laughs> yeah, a little. Oh, I can give you a little, uh, little background on this game. I was actually at a Dolphins Patriots game uh, oh. that day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the. Uh, do you remember? You remember Damon Heward? The name rings a bell. He came in for Marino. Marino threw two pick sixes and got injured, like right out of the gate, oh. down oh, fourteen no. nothing. And Damon Heward brought us back. We won by a point. Oh, <laughs> yeah, huge W. Let me make sure. Uh, yeah, thirty-one thirty. Wow. Yeah, huge. So, <laughs> so I remember uh, against against Bledsoe. Yeah, had to be Bledsoe. Wow. Yeah, Marino threw two pick six right out of the gate. Andy Katzenmoyer, whoever that is, and then Ty Law brought one back. It was fourteen nothing. Eight, you know, seven minutes into the game. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, blood it was blood, so so yeah. Um oh yeah, and then Heward puts it Heward puts it in t- five yard pass to Stanley Pritchard with twenty three seconds left. Just like you played it up uh Just on, fr- on the friend the Friday meetings, yeah. Right. Uh <laughs> so yeah. So walking around Foxborough that day, um, like just so I at this point the Yankees are up two one in the series. I mean, yeah. it was more there was more electricity for the actual LCS. There was all Yankee sucks chance. I mean, we were okay. right in we were right in the the heart of uh, of the rivalry right then and there, man. Yeah. And they, they 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 wanted blood, man. This is back. This is back when just Boston. I mean, they're scum now. Just picture them. <laughs> just picture them back then before they had won anything. Just they mm. were just the dregs. Of I would maybe argue the entire Northeast, that, complete trash. Yeah, yeah, absolute trash. Yeah, the scummiest, dirtiest people, and just the hate that they carried around. Like we hate the Red Sox, man. Okay, I hate the yeah. Patri- we hate the Red Sox. I yeah. really don't think, as much as we hate them, I don't think it's anything compared to how much they hated us back in like 1999. <laughs> I mean, were. it was it was hatred, man. I remember me and my father walking around that stadium, just like, man, <laughs> brutal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was just a little fun fact. Then we whooped their ass that night, so that was awesome. Du- well, was that, L, was... man. I don't know what the back page of the uh, Globe said after that, but you oh. get beat by Damon Heward and a Knobloch Phantom tag. <laughs> <laughs> So Strawberry put us up in that game, right? All right. So what? Old right, teammate so did play. Okay. Old team. Old teammate Brett Saberhagen, and then you know a couple of, uh, scattered runs here and there. It's uh, three-two Yanks in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, Is that Jose when the Offerman, tag happened? Yeah, Jose Offerman reaches on a single. 
a one-out single, and then Mo comes in, ground ball to uh, Knobloch, goes to tag Jose Offerman. Does a, Jose Offerman takes like half a step towards infield grass. Knobloch throws the first, makes it the first base, miracle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not, you know, throws John Valentin out. And they called out. This is before replay. They called Jose Offerman out, and then like you could see, even in even in the um, he was uh, out of the baseline, though, of wasn't he? Well, that's what uh, what's his name was saying. Uh, McCarver was saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really buy it. it wasn't that much out of the baseline. That might have been their bailout excuse. Yeah, but he probably wasn't that far out of the baseline. And then uh, top of the ninth, the Yanks blow it open. Um. Couple couple hits. O'Neill reaches on a, on an error, scores a run. Bernie Williams singles to right, scores a, scores another run. Bases are loaded. Jeter or O'Neill, Bernie, who's on? Wait a second. O'Neill, Bernie, some and Tino. Uh, Tino. Oh yeah, Tino. Tino intentionally walked, and then Ricky Lidey hits a dinger off of Rod Beck. Poor, poor Rod Beck. <laughs> And uh, just serving and that, up and meatballs, that, and that'll do it. And that'll do it. And then there's some. There's a play in the bottom of the ninth where Nomar got thrown out at third or something. That was quite. I didn't even see the replay on that, but I guess it was questionable. And then oh really? And then the uh, the stadium turned, and the umpire started throwing shit in the field, throwing bottles in the field. I told you, man, hatred. A lot just, of those people just, were coming from Foxborough, man. They had they just would, watched, you know. They would still fucking do that today. It doesn't matter. And I'm not blaming. They've won how many times since then? They would still fucking do it today. They're still trash. I still expect them to fucking throw shit in the field. Oh, if yeah. Something, something, goes, something goes haywire. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, they're still trash people. We're not, we're not giving them We're not letting off it look that easy. <laughs> yeah. uh, game five, El Duque wraps it up. Seven yeah. innings, nine yeah. Ks. Pound Merker. Yeah, Merker only lasts a third inning less, but uh, gets a lot. Tom, I see Tom Gordon came in, threw gases on the fire. Yeah, the fireman, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and we take it to, uh, we take it back to the series mm-hmm. where our old friends, the Braves, are waiting. And not really, the, the World Series itself, sweep, not really a whole lot going on. Not, not a lot of fireworks. It was, all, it was kind of matter-of-factly, even like in the moment. Um, yeah, um, game, you know, game one was game one was like a tough one, but it was one of those things with the, with the Yankees in this, uh, you know, this time period, the dynasty Yankees, yep. I felt like it was always like game one, you know, they would find a way to win game one and then it just felt like the series was over and I could feel it in the other teams, just like the deflation, you know, yeah, you go back yeah. to, you go back to 98, you know, the, they rally against the Padres, Knobloch home run, Tino home run. Um, you know, I'll, I'll skip ahead for a second, but you know what happened in 2000. We'll get to that against the Mets, you know, in this game against the, uh, in game one against the Braves, the Braves are winning one, nothing going into the eighth. And the thing mm-hmm. I remember about this was, uh, uh, O'Neal coming up with the bases loaded and then bringing in John Rocker. Oh, yeah. And all the shit Rocker fan, had talked about New fans, York. Fan favorite, John Rocker. Right. And and he not for nothing, until this point, because O'Neal ends up getting a base hit off of him, which is, mm-hmm. I think it's a two-run single. I think it, I mean, it ends up being the game-winning hit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I remember is, you know, obviously Rocker had talked so much shit about New York. I, what do you mean, like racist comments about the people on the subway? Oh, yeah, he said, like, uh, you, you ride the seven train, the Shea, and you're next to a single 
like a single mother with a single crack whore mother and uh, there's a kid with purple hair across from you. Yeah. Like, fuck you, John Rock. You have six teeth in your mouth. Like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking douchebag. Yeah. And the, and, the, and the crazy thing was is that Rocker backed it up against the Mets. Like, they could not, if I remember correctly, they could not touch him. Yeah, well, somehow the guy was dodging batteries coming in the, coming out of the bullpen. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mets, Mets if I remember correctly, he was false against the Mets. And then, obviously, we get to him in game one. All right, so it's Jeter game-tying single. And then, yeah, Neil had the two-run single to put us up 3-1. Uh, Rocker ends up walking in a run. He walks in. He walks Laritz. All right, yeah, so he uh, – a little bit of a rough outing for John. Um, but, yeah, that's all it took, you know. You, you give, give that team uh, an inch, they'll take a yard. Shit, and yeah. Make uh, it pay. I mean, that was it. I mean, game, you know, game two is a matter of fact win behind Cone. They kind of jump all over him. Game two is notable because it was uh, in Atlanta, in, in Atlanta, and they announced like the All Century team beforehand. You remember this? Yes, this was when and, they brought out uh, Pete Rose. Everybody was there. It was fan, the fans voted on it. Pete Rose hadn't been to a major league ballpark in like 10 years. Uh, Rose got voted into his All Century team. You know, like all these guys were like Hank Aaron was there and uh, all living legends that, you know, that, that you could, I mean, Hank Aaron was big cause he was from, you know, he played for the Braves and stuff, but Rose got a huge ovation Yeah, when uh, they announced them. Like it was awesome. And it was, it was great to see like Pete get that kind of moment in the sun. He you know, he's done some bad things, made some fucking bad decisions in his life. But you know, that moment he was there to be celebrated all time hit King. And the uh, crowd gave let him have it. It was all it was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Gray is waiting there for him. And I watched it. Did you watch the interview? So I watched it. Today, I've watched right? it fairly, fairly recently. I've watched it within the, like the last few months. I remember. Re- yeah. Remains remains completely uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's it just he he grills him on like why don't you just you know why don't you uh, answer a reinstatement you know just admit the admit what you did. Why don't you just admit you know that that you've done this. You've already signed the paperwork. Why don't you just admit it and come clean on everything that you've done. And Pete was just like, look, this is not what, what it's here about. And Pete was, Pete was on his heels, man, because Gray's yeah. sucker punch. It was a sucker punch, man. Oh, yeah, and, sneak attack. And, and let me tell you, Jim Gray he has his moments of like being a good reporter and stuff, but I'll, I will never – I can never take him serious. He's always seemed so fucking smug to me. It's like to him, it's like sports is like the most important thing in the world, and only he can fucking like determine um, – I don't know how to put it. They, only he can. He's like the. the he's the like czar. judge and jury, right? He's the czar, right? Exactly, and he yeah. he he will pass judgment on you. And there's no room for wiggle, no no wiggle room at all with with Jim Gray. He's a, he's a stooge to me, man. He's a stooge. He's a pompous fuck, and uh, you know, like I said, he's had some great moments. I, I, I'm not taking away from his, his skills as a reporter. He's had some great moments as a reporter. Um, but in this moment, you could just tell he's just being, he just wanted to kind of upend the moment a little bit. He want, he was pushing, pushing, pushing way too hard. And, uh, Pete Rose was not, he, Pete Rose told him in the, in the interview was like, this is not here for this man. We're here. You know, it was a nice night. The whole century team, all these players are here and, uh, it was nice to be back. And, uh, yeah, Jim just kept going at him, man. Wouldn't let him have the moment. Yeah. He and, went into, he went into business for himself. Made it yeah, but it's but it's before it's before it's before a World Series game. I mean, Pete, Ro- it's Pete Rose. It's it's uh it's a it's, uh, it's a different moment, man. It's not it's don't, don't go for your fucking scoop now, Jim. Yeah. Um. 
Yanks go out and win that game uh, pretty handily, beat Kevin Millwood. Mm-hmm. Then the next game, now I had tickets to game four. Um, and, of course, so I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, well, we've got to win this game, so I want to I be there when they win it because, you know. Of course. Fucking first time ever. But, you know, you also have to accept, like, look, that's not how baseball is. Sometimes you got to kind of take your lumps along the way. There's no perfect scenario. So I didn't want to – you know, I wasn't um, – I understood, you know, I wasn't being you like putting per- the cart before the horse. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I wasn't like taking personal offense. Like Yankees were losing and I was like, okay, don't be offended. We're going to see it's going to be a great game. You're going to see a big game. Yankee Stadium. We're going to need that game. We're just going to go. You don't want to start thinking, oh, fuck, like, fuck me. I want to see it. Cause you start taking it personally, man. The baseball gods, I don't care what you say. I'm superstitious. Baseball gods come <laughs> and kick you in the ass a little bit. Yeah. Um, so they're going along. Yanks are, they're, uh, they were losing a little bit in this game, I think. This was, yeah, this was a big comeback uh, win because uh, Pettit didn't have his A game. He got knocked around a little bit. And uh, it was one of those things where they just had to keep chipping and chipping away like they always did. Yep. Um, it was all – it was uh, – Glavin was p- pitched for the uh, for the Braves, and I'm pretty sure they did all the damage off of him. Um, but, yeah, it was all, it was all like uh, home runs. It was all solo home runs. Or I think not. Or not block tied it up with a two-run home run, but yeah, um, Curtis got Checkers got started with a dinger. Yep, Tino uh, hit a dinger, five-two mm-hmm. in the seventh. Yep, Knobloch two-run dinger scores Girardi. That tied it up. The Knobloch dinger yep. tied it up because it just it just got over the wall, and I, and I believe Brian Jordan may have mistimed his jump a little bit. Mm. It should have okay. been able to have. It was one of those ones that landed like on top of the wall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, the, the anxious, we got the breaks back then, you know? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and obviously after that, once we tied a game, you go to Mo. Yeah. Mo two, for two innings, two yeah. innings, uh, you know, got as close to automatic as you could find. And then, uh, chat. Wow. Is this another first pitch walk off? No, it wasn't. I watched it at bat today. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, they just don't tell. Oh, I'm on baseball. Right? It doesn't tell you, uh, no. I got all right, so uh, yeah, and he hits a bomb. I guess we could. I mean, listen, Chad Curtis, the piece of shit. But at the time, we can go back in the time. We we, did, we didn't know. God, we didn't know. No, we didn't know. We didn't. you can't take away the wins now. Nah, fuck, man. There's no statue of Chad Curtis. All right, don't no, don't, don't no. bother looking I'm, for that. I'm not tearing it down. We're not tearing it down because then you know, man. No, and then but obviously, then, uh, yeah. yeah. Chad, Chad Curtis, you know, comes off the field and Jim Gray's there waiting for him. And uh, Chad just goes, you know, we don't really, you know, we decided as a team we're not going to talk to you uh, after what happened with Pete. <laughs> he goes walking off and Jim Gray's stammering, oh, Chad, you don't, oh, no. And then Chad Curtis goes, I just want to say that one was for you, Grandma. And then jogs off the field. <laughs> and Jim Gray's stammering going, uh, Chad, you don't, you don't want to talk about that home run? Wow. Uh, and, yeah. yeah. And leaves him in his dust. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, game game four, Clemens. Cle- Clemens, look, I I really think the Yankees made Clemens. Clemens had one one like amazing game that I don't know if it was all worth it, but like one amazing game. We had two back to back, and next we'll get into that in the following year. Well, one like all time game though in Seattle. You're ne- talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next the all next right. season, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know if, if you know. I'm still never gonna love Clemens. He was a hired gun. I don't think he was as you know. He he was good in a couple of times, but I'm I'm not in love with Clemens. And uh, 
you know, we kind of made them. You know, we we put no, this the one Yankees for them on a platter. Up, that's definitely up, that's definitely true. Yeah, up three up three zero, and uh, handle their business against Smoltz. Clemens, he pitched a good game, uh, Clemens. And I remember him at the end of the game standing on the uh, dugout yeah, waving to the fans and shit. Champagne. Yeah. Yeah, this was like Clemens finally because he really wasn't good this year. Uh, obviously, we just talked about he got pounded in Fenway in the only, was, the only game that you know we lost that whole postseason. It was never known as like a big game pitcher either. Like no. Even in, in Boston or like, he would have terrible numbers. Look back. Didn't have terrible games. He got thrown never... out of a postseason game in like the first inning. Yeah, classic, just hot-headed Clemens. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, you know, I mean, listen, Cook. you could argue, well, more than argue, but he definitely hopped on the roids probably the next couple seasons. Yes, two thousand, two thousand one. Uh, I think back, as he got, on. yeah, he was never a big game pitcher, but he did have his moments with the Yankees. Whether that was induced by PEDs, which yes, it was, it's no secret. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but he did. He did have his moments. And I don't really consider this. I mean, they're up three zero. They're going to win the series, even if Clemens goes out and gets pounded. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of like Clemens finally feeling like he was a part of the team this year. Because yeah, he, he got. He, you know, the, people would love to say earn your stripes or whatever, but that was kind of the game where that happened. Seven and two thirds. Yeah. Uh, four strikeouts. You know, and in, in a World Series clincher, last clincher in the old stadium. Yes. Yep. Uh, Mariano threw Mariano for the save one and third check Curtis with the final out. All I remember, like I remember, I told you I went I went with a family friend. Um, like I forget how we got the tickets or whatever, but he was like the only person that could take me that night. And uh, takes takes me takes me in. We go to the game. Uh, I had a I had a um, what do you call it? A fucking not scorebook. Uh, a program. Program. And they're at some point they're like turn to this page in your program, and I don't think I've ever done this before. And I turn to a page, and it's and like if you have number or whatever, come to this place, or whatever. And I had the fucking number, so I what I, I won was uh, upper deck baseball cards with the five members of uh, the five hundred home run club from the Yankees and the Braves. And there's a baseball card with a slice of game used bat. I still have it. Guys who were uh, in the 500 home run club for the Yankees and Braves. Yeah, fi- yeah. How many it was guys three, was it? Three, three Yankees and two Braves. Just wait, does like Ruth count? Yeah. Oh, so guys who just played for the Yankees at one point. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. They had hit 500 with the Yankees. No, I think it was just members of the teams that had hit 500. It wasn't oh, 500 with the teams. I don't. Think. Oh, okay. No. So like Mantle. Yep. Ruth and. Reggie? Yeah. Yeah. And the Braves was at Eddie Matthews? Yeah. And what, one more? Oh, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they they sent it to me in the mail a couple couple months later, I think. I got like, I forgot about it. I like you know, gave him all the information, then forgotten about it, and like one day in like December this thing shows up in the mail. It's pretty fucking cool. Um you never saw that? I don't think so. Oh, I gotta show you that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe I'll take a picture of it and put it up. All right. Yeah, put it up on the Instagram, Twitter, yeah. whatever. Um, and then I remember this was early days of cell phones. And uh, the kid I was with, he took out his phone for the last out. 
Yeah. And like, I remember like being really weird because, you know, I was watching the game. I'm locked in. This is before everybody was in fucking cell phones. Yeah, I hate time. that shit, man. I don't, I hate it. In 99, it was a novelty though. Now yeah. it's like everybody's doing it. In 99, it's like, I took out my I took out my cell phone once in my life at a game, and it was for uh, Rivera's last entrance. Oh no, this was not to take a picture. This was like to call his fiance or his girlfriend or whatever. Oh, that's that might he was, be even worse. No, just like let her hear it, and he was like, I, I remember it happened like so fast, and he was like, "Hello, hello, here it is!" Like it, at the pop up like happened right then. He's like, "Here it is!" I remember holding the phone up, and that was it. And everybody went, <laughs> everybody went bonkers around. I probably hung up on her, but like, yeah, it was, it was awesome though. Man. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, oh, nothing yeah, like that, man. Championship, yeah. yeah. People, people smoking cigars in the fucking mezzanine. Like it was great, man. Yeah, it was fucking cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, Nothing like. So I was ninety nine, back to back champs, back on top. Uh, and we're gonna take a quick one second here. We're we gonna do uh, two thousand. Yeah, we'll do two thousand. Yeah, we'll come All back. All right, we right right back with uh, year two thousand. All right, Sunday poor. We are back. Monday night, first show of the week. It's. Uh, Fourth of July week, so uh, better days are ahead this weekend, as I mentioned. Um, and we're talking a little bit of Yankees baseball. Hopefully there's some Yankee baseball coming up in a few weeks, but for now all we have is uh, the past. We just covered the 99 season. We're just going to get into the 2000 season. Uh, Usually, man, we're in the thick of it right now. I know. This is, it's like, this is, good. This is a good uh, – um, I don't know, stress reliever. Let's just talk about therapeutic, old, a little therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word for it. Yeah, it's just good to kind. Of, it's just good to have baseball on the mind a little bit today. Yeah, this is good. This is Ant's idea to do this back when we did it. I think uh, stretching out over, making it last through quarantine and all this kind of shit has been a good move. Good, good call, Ant. Yeah, and, and you know, in the spirit of the Fourth of July, always a holiday you associate with baseball. Going to be a little different mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be rough, so, you know, talk a little Yankee baseball and just uh, ease the pain a little bit. So, the 2000 season, crazy to think about, but you're coming off back-to-back championships, going for a three-peat, and uh, as I thank God, proven right here, I'm looking at the uh, season opener, another West Coast trip to start the season. (laughs) <laughs> well, done. Uh, well opened done. up it opened up in anaheim and uh looks like it was a three and three road trip to start it off which is what you want to do out west basically Just play mm-hmm. 500 ball um so yeah i'm trying to think carry over from 99 to 2000 i should have done a little bit more research to see like exactly what moves we made i think we got rid of girardi and finally made posada the full-time catcher even though he kind of already was yeah. That's yeah. one move that sticks out. Um, Pitching-wise, I mean, it was the same, you know, Clemens, Pettit, El Duque, Cone. Denny Nagel. Yeah, he may have been a mid-season acquisition, though. And this and interesting thing, we talked about Clemens hopping back on the juice because Clemens was – I'm pretty sure Clemens was really good in 2000. Because every year with these teams, like year to year, we had a different ace. Like 99, it was El Duque. 98, it was Wells. 96, it was Andy. I feel like Clemens, if I had to guess without looking at the actual numbers, Clemens was our best 
starting pitcher this year? Uh, I got 13 and 8. Clemens? The 370 ERA. Oof, was that really the best we had? I don't know. This is a rough. This is a rough year, two thousand. Man, we were not. I mean, yeah, that went to the finish line. Oh yeah, I was not confident at all after September. Yeah, or during September, or at any point in September, I was not confident. I just remember thinking that was it. We were toast. I mean, look, geez, Coney was four and fourteen. Yeah, Cone was terrible that year. That Cone fell off a cliff because Cone was really good in ninety nine. Obviously, I mean, the guy pitched the perfect game. But Cone yeah. was really good in '99, and uh, he, yeah, he he went through like a stretch where I think he lost like ten straight starts or something, ten straight games, something yeah. like that. He was really bad. I was actually at a Cone game later that season, uh, Whitey Ford Day. It was in <laughs> August, uh, August twentieth. We were at a three game lead at the time in the uh, division, I'm assuming over Boston. Um, I have the box score right here. And this is when I think the like we're 14 games over 500 here. Now, we're still playing good ball at this point, I guess. But it wasn't until like mid-September. So late August, we're still doing all right. Um, so, yeah, I was at Whitey, Whitey Ford Day. Um, What's with them waiting 30 years to give Whitey Ford a day? That Whatever, is forty. Yeah, years. that is definitely a good question because this is. I mean, Whitey Ford had to retire in what, like, late sixties. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mid, sure. Mid, I'm not 60s, sure exactly yeah. how why Whitey Ford had to wait uh, thirty years for a day. I'm trying to think. I mean, what, if they, if, did they, it's the opposite of now. They give they give guys days like immediately now. So that's different. different true. Doing true. Things. That is good. I don't know if they retired his number this day. No, his number had to be retired. Yeah, it had to be, right? That's weird, though. Why, why wouldn't they just have Whitey Ford Day when... Oh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. The Yankees do weird shit. They, need, uh, yeah, they need, needed to draw some, uh, need to draw some fans. Yeah. So, so Cone, actually, I remember this because Cone pitched really well. Six innings, two hits, no runs, a walk, six strikeouts. Lowered his ERA to six one four. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was terrible this year. That might have been the, that might have been as good as it got. Yeah, and and <laughs> you know he left the game three nothing lead, and uh, the bullpen gave it up. Yanks ended up losing five four uh, on Whitey Ford Day of all days. I don't know how you lose on Whitey Jesus Ford Day. Jesus, guys, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it was actually Stanton and Nelson uh, got knocked around in the seventh. Glenn Allen Hill his solo dinger to bring us to within five four. <sighs> But uh, we stranded a couple guys in the ninth. Glenn Allen Hill was so, like not a great player, but when he 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 had like this weird swing, yeah, that it was like ch- like chopping something, and he went off like for us in in uh, I think it was like August, like this was the month. I think he hit like ten home runs. I believe it, and when he hit them, man, they Box. they went far. He when he hit like there's I, we've seen a lot of guys hit hit the shit out of balls before. He had a certain kind of sound to his home run ball. A little bit, you know what I mean, uh, like a just bit a like different a Mark sound, kind of. Yes, it's a great, it's a great comparison. Yeah, I'm sure nobody listening knows either of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, but it was yeah, great, like, man. He he hit one for us. Uh, he hit one for us. Like he broke his bat. <laughs> and, believe and, it. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, yeah, a strange player. I want to look up his numbers because I'm pretty sure he hit all his home runs. I think he may have been a midseason 
acquisition that year too. That feels that feels right. Because remember we brought in Con- uh, yeah he was he, he started with the Cubs. Remember we brought in Conseco that year. And Canseco yeah, really yeah. didn't have a role. The reason we picked up Canseco was because Cashman tried to block him on waivers from going to, uh, I think, Boston and maybe whoever else we were competing with in the division, Toronto. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. And I guess he pounded – he like he pounded Pettit Canseco. It was kind okay. of like an over-strategic you know, move by, uh, by Cashman. Cashman, because yeah. Canseco never really played. Uh, but I think I just thought he may have played in this game, in this game I was at. <laughs> Glenn Allen Hill was – Hill DH that day was three for four. Oh, Canseco pinch hit and struck out. All right. Good. That's that. Uh, I say he's a piece of shit yet. He is. He, tr- tr- <laughs> he truly is. Um, yeah, other than, re- that, re- other than that, nothing else. I actually had a um, – I had another game uh, I found – I remember this game back in May because I, I sat in the best seats I had ever sat in. It was like 10 rows behind home plate to the Oof. point where like a waitress came and like took your order. Well, playing, we played the Orioles in May. It was just a matter of fact, 3-1 win. I don't really have to get into that game. Um, but yeah, uh, so the Yanks at, the, at one point in, in 2000 are 25 games over 500. And they're just cruising to another division title, it looks like. Um, at this point, they are, let's see, nine, you have a nine-game lead on September 13th. Oh, man. Everybody's <laughs> upset. Yeah. And uh, they made things get a little too close for comfort. I, I never was really worried about them gagging up the division. Um, but they did let – it must have been Boston, whoever – get within three games, I guess two and a half. I guess they let them get within like three games with three to go, which I mean, it still isn't, but they lost, they lost their final seven, one, two, seven, seven games. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they basically kind of needed a little bit of help because they needed the team in front of them to but, lose. But, but before that they'd lost six games. Yeah. It was also. horrible. They lost 15 out of 18, yeah. three and 15 yeah. to end the season. Yeah. Um, I don't know really how to explain it, uh, if it was a sense of the guys getting older, if it was a sense of, like, kind of boredom, just getting ready for October. Yeah, I think that, I remember kind of feeling that, that way, that second way, uh, that they were just kind of complacent, like just getting big, wanted to get to the playoffs type thing. But it was ugly. But it was real ugly. Yeah, it got, it got real bad. Um, to the point that they're entering the playoffs now as – I. I don't know if you want to make them kind of. I mean, they didn't have home field advantage uh, in the ALDS against Oakland. Yeah. And Oakland was like this young up-and-coming team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, they lose game one in that series. Yeah. So it's like – Clemens. Clemens Clem- yeah, Clemens again got hit around a little bit. Uh, Clemens lost two games in this fucking series. He did. He pitched one of them on three days wet on three days rest, which was a, uh, three days rest, which was a mistake by Torrey. I think he pitched yeah, him. Yeah, but you Pettit. can't give up. You're giving up. You're giving up dingers to Almeido signs. I don't really. I'm not blaming Tory. Come on, Raj. Yeah, I know. I Clemens just was not a Clemens was not a guy to go on three days rest. Though power pitcher. Yeah, it's, I mean, just in, in, no heart, no balls. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, they lose game one, and you're like, oh, geez, is this really going to keep going? Because I remember they jumped I, – they, I think they jumped out to an early lead in game one. So I was like, all right, yeah, right, we're okay. You know, playoffs now. But they end up – you know, they end up uh, – they end up obviously losing this – losing the game. So now you start to get a little nervous because now it's October, the games matter, and uh, they dropped the first one. And uh, I remember game two, Pettit just pitches balls off. Pettit, always the guy you wanted in game two, following a loss. You just slide him in there and just a money performance, money pitcher. And uh, nothing showed that more than in this game against uh, Oakland. He pitches, let's see. He pitched like oh, he pitched seven and two thirds shutout ball. Turns it over to Mo. You can't really ask better for that. Francesca used to call that the A game. Pettit to Rivera. <laughs> yeah, it was the A when, game, you, when you needed a win and your back was against the wall in October. No messing around. No messing around with middle relievers. Tom Gordon, Scott Proctor. It's Pettit. It's Andy to Mo, and that's it. That's what Francesca used to say, and uh, that was what yeah, that was what did. Back was against the wall. Couldn't fall down two nothing. To this team and um, yeah, just the just the perfect win. I'm gonna see if there's any dingers in this game. Uh, no, no dingers. Looks like Bernie led the ribbies in this game. Louis Soho, two ribbies. Big time player, man. Glenn, Glenn Allen Hill, a ribby. <laughs> and uh, Clay Bellinger. All right, so well, some nondescript guys. Uh, Showing up. Kevin Apier taking the L for Oakland. He had to be ancient at that point. Yeah, Kevin Apier. This is past the uh, Royals days. <laughs> Way past that. Yeah. Andy, 108 pitches. Kevin Apier, 107 pitches. So, nice to see guys uh, getting their pitch count up. Um, do gets the ball in game three. Yeah, that's and then after winning game two, I kind of took a deep breath and I was like, all right. We're going to go home and, like, take Get care back of business. On Get back on track. Yeah. And uh, started off right, game three. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, it was the, – the, if, if Pettit to Mo was the A game or El Duque to Mo was the B game, yeah. uh, seven, seven innings for El Duque, two innings for Rivera for the save. And, uh, yeah, we'll have any, any dingers here. Why we score? No, uh, no Yanks uh, dingers. Nothing, just Terrence Long. That was it. It's one Terrence Long homer. <laughs> everything else, they pieced it everything else together uh, to beat Tim Hudson. Yeah, young Tim uh, Hudson. In that one. And then uh, next game in the cl- in what could be the clincher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know this, was, this was close the series out. Yeah. Close the fucking series out, man. This was a pretty, uh, uh, I don't want to say clincher. shocking because, you know. It was over early, man. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, the Orlando. Uh, Oakland goes up three nothing in the first three run dinger. Is that what it was right out of the gate three nothing? Yep. Yeah. Oh, and Zito pitched. Yeah, Zito pitched for the A's. Okay, I remember this now. Okay, Zito was. Uh, did he pit? This was his first start in the uh, in the series too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I remember They're not being able to too. touch Zito that night. Yep. So Clemens gets shelled. Uh, and then we go to uh, game five. And game five was nerve-wracking going into. Because yeah, you're going man, on the road. Up, man. Yeah. You're going on the road, and uh, you're kind of in unfamiliar territory. I mean, how many do-or-die games did the Yankees play? I mean, a 97 against Cleveland, they lost. 
And I don't think they played another do or die. I mean, 95 against Seattle. Mm. In that whole stretch, I don't think they had another do or die game. Now you're faced with one in Oakland against this team that, I mean, I don't know how good they are. They seem pretty good. They just, you know, whooped their ass (laughs) in game four. Um, Pettit going on three days rest, which I didn't like. Um, And uh, I just remember the top of the first inning, just the bats. Again, Kevin Apier who must have been going on short. No, I'm sorry. Oh, Kevin Apier had to come in. Yeah, Gil Heredia started. Oh, okay. So Apier took the loss? Oh, no, Heredia did. What am I? Oh, I just read the, I just read the box score wrong. Okay. So Gil, Gil Heredia, Heredia started and just got a faces eight Faces eight batters. Yeah. I, remember, I just remember Tino's bases clearing double, like, off the top of the wall in center. Yeah, yep. And... Um, just being able to take like a little bit of a sigh of relief. You jump, you put a six pot in the first inning against this team. It's like, okay. And, but to Oakland's credit, they kept coming. Cause Holly oh, clawed right back. Yeah. Pettit didn't last. Pettit didn't last no, very Pettit, long. Pettit wasn't good in this game. Um, 10 hits, three and two thirds. Not, not very good. Uh, but no. the bullpen, man, always the strength of these, these dynasty teams, as good as the starting pitching was, as good as the lineup was with the timely hitting, uh, always made sure to have a good pen. And, yeah, Pet, uh, Pet only got through three and two-thirds. Yeah. Then he gets Stanton for two, two and a third. Or two, and yeah, Nelson for inning and a two. Third. Now Duque came in for a couple batters. And then Mo obviously. Gave over, to, gave over to Mo to finish it off and just kind of piece it together. And got out of Oakland alive somehow, some way. And still, I mean, still, man, I mean, you get through it, but the confidence isn't there. It's like, uh, it's not it's not the same Yankees, man. You no, know? they definitely not, felt like more of a grind, more of a, uh, you know, we're really going to have to uh, grind. It, you know, 98 and 99, not that it was easy, but it was like 99, they went 11 and 1. 98, they went 11 and 2 in the playoffs. This playoff just had a different feel to it where it just I, – I, I don't know. We're, we're going to really have to, like, work our ass off and things are going to have to really break right. Yeah. And you also, yeah, you also as a fan, happened. I don't know if the players feel like this. Probably not. But, like, as a fan, you're starting to think, like, ah, I mean, the luck's got to run out eventually. You're not, you're not going to get every bounce. You know, you're not going to get every call go your way. It's like eventually something's got to give. And, you know, these Especially guys are older – Especially when it feels like it did that time. I mean, yeah, you you, you don't feel like you can get those bounces because you're you're like that feeling in your gut is gone, or you're like you yeah. not that you feel like it's a birthright, but you just you see it coming and you see it coming like easily. Yeah, exactly. And it's like all right, just waiting for the next thing to happen where where it's ours again. And it, not, that wasn't happening. It was it was you're sweating out a lot more. It was didn't feel good. Right, but they're still to, but they're still finding a way somehow. Somehow, you know what I mean, yeah, so now they, yep. you know, they're going through the stairs against Seattle, who's the wild card team. We got home field advantage. It's like, oh, everything's breaking right for us again, and we get shut out in the first fifteen innings of this series. Yeah, get shut yeah. out in game one. Uh, Freddie Garcia, who was uh, Freddie Garcia, was really good in his prime. Man, he he gave us some problems not only in this series, but I remember facing him just in regular season games. Freddie always brought it. Um, Freddie was a good playoff pitcher too, man. Yeah, he was. He was good for the White Sox when they won in 05. Good in October, yeah, yeah. Um, so now, I mean, again, 
we're in a position where it's like, oh, man, just like nothing's going right. We can't hit, um, can't score a run, can't get a big hit. And like that in the eighth inning, <laughs> Justice leads off with a double. Bernie ties it with a single. End up exploding for seven runs. And El Duque actually, yeah. again, El Duque goes eight and gives it to Mo. 115 pitches, by the way, from El Duque. Playing the role of Rod Beck in this series would be Arthur Rhodes. Oh, he – Arthur – I think Rod Beck – that's disrespectful to Rod Beck to even call him. I mean, I, I could think of a million big home runs that – just us, the Yankees, hit off of Arthur Rhodes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Yankees explode. And it was weird, man, because when they won games like this, I know it was 1-1. And, I mean, let's be honest, it, anybody who watched the series, the Yankees were lucky that it was 1-1 after two. Like, yep. you just felt like you took, like, a sigh of relief and you were like, all right. Like, I think I think uh, we, we, still, got, we still got some. We still got some juice. We still got some juice left. Yes. And that's, and that's, and that's exactly what happened because they win, uh, you know, games three and four kind of rather easily. Yep. Mm-hmm. Game three was, let's see, who pitched game three? That was uh, Pettit. And then game game four is the famous, you know, uh, Clemens 15 strikeout game. He buzzes A-Rod. Amazing performance, man. Yeah. I mean, just dominant. One hitter, complete game, 15. It's just, I mean, it's really it was incredible. Yeah, they had no they, shot. They did not have a chance. They didn't. The only, you know the only hit off them? Al Martin. Double. Al Martin. Yep. Good hitter. Good ball. Good ball yeah. And I, I feel like it was just like out of the outstretched glove of somebody, too. I wouldn't be, yeah, I, I feel like it was close. Jeter, yeah. big three-run homer in this game to get yep. the yep. scoring going. And then uh, Justice hit one off Jose Mesa, who had been known to give up a few <laughs> big hits. Uh, yeah, so then they, Freddie comes back and beats us in game five. I think Denny Nagel took the L again in that game. Yep, Denny Nagel does Denny Nagel things. Yeah. Yeah, the and, pitching uh, wasn't – That's one. that was one weakness, I guess, we had this year was – we didn't really have because Cone was so bad. That's why Nagel was our fourth starter. Yeah, and Cone. Yeah. I mean, Cone was basically shot. We'll get to what he did in the 2000 World Series, but he only had a few bullets left. Cone at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then that takes us to Game Six, and again they don't make it easy on themselves. They uh, they uh, go down four nothing early. They scratch and claw, and yeah, uh, I mean this no, game. No, I- Another El Duque special where he struggles early and sticks around for the rest of the game. Yeah, just like nine That's a pretty the decent Sox. line. He, yeah. he, uh, and he gave up six earned and got through seven. You, know, you never see that nowadays. They're so oh, no, with the panic, quick hook. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this game is just remembered for basically one one swing of the bat, and that's the absolute bomb that David Justice hits yes. off of Arthur Rhodes. And, I mean, what a, what a midseason pickup David Justice was because – he, I mean, he was a guy who played on championship teams. He played on the Braves in 95. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that big, he wasn't the MVP of that series. He had the big hit in game six, but I think Glavin was the MVP. But he was right. a guy who had yep. always, you know, known for getting big hits. And he also played on Cleveland. Yeah, on Cleveland, who yeah. was a team that couldn't get over the hump, mainly mm-hmm. because of the Yankees. But, you know, a perennial playoff team. So he just a guy who a lot lived. Of, a lot of experience. guy yep. who lived in October, wasn't afraid yep. of that moment. And just. Mm-hmm. A great, uh, great signing bringing Justice in because in 2000, I mean, all this guy did was get big hits. 
And, uh, yeah. you know, it's yeah, actually the famous, MVP, yeah. yeah, famous get your tokens ready from K. Uh, yeah. Costas has the call on NBC from this game. And uh, they do it again. They go back to the World Series somehow, some way. They get it done. And, uh, you know, waiting for them in the World Series, at this point we had already known, is obviously the team across town. And yeah. if you ask both fan bases about this World Series – it was just – it was all about who had more pressure on them, I think. This series was just like – Ulcer series. Yeah, and Tor- Tory has been overly open about just how miserable he was during this series <laughs> and just how he didn't enjoy it at all. You know, obviously having Steinbrenner as a boss didn't help. Yeah. Steinbrenner got mad in, I think, the 70s when they would lose a uh, spring training game to the Mets. He would flip <laughs> his shit, you know? So now you're facing them. And, and, you know, you look at it a couple ways because, obviously, as a Yankee fan, you know, Yankee players, coaches, whatever, you're in a no-win spot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're playing, like, the little brother, the, you know, the little engine that could kind of. And you have everything to lose. They have everything to gain. Yep. You know, Absolutely. but then you look at it from a Mets perspective and you finally get back to the World Series first time in 14 years. Right. Mm. Yep. And you can't even really fully enjoy it because you have to not only you're sharing the World Series, obviously, with another team, you're sharing it with your crosstown rival. Like you can't even you're, you <laughs> can't even own the city for a for a week. And it's the Yankees too, man. It was right. the most popular team in the fucking sport. So yeah, you're you're. I mean, it's you're still playing little brother to like the biggest brother you could possibly have. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like the. I guess because I'm a Yankee fan, but the pressure I feel like was on the Yankees. Because if they oh, lost, yeah, yeah, definitely, they would have been they would be, they would have gotten buried, and everybody. <laughs> Tory might got fired like the day after. They, no, he. That's not even. Yeah, he probably would have. I don't. I think that's not even an understanding. Like especially if they got like embarrassed. By the Mets, like losing like four or five. Um, Yeah, I would say, no, the pressure was definitely on the Yankees. But I think if you ask Mets fans, the last team they wanted to see, not just because they were, the Yankees were better and they were probably going to lose them. I just Mm -hmm. think it was the last team they wanted to see because they wanted to just enjoy it. Yeah, and they couldn't enjoy it against the Yankees because you had to deal with every Mets fan knows he has a Yankee fan in their life. You know, yep. who's going to, you know, remind them 26 ring, whatever it was at that point, 25 rings and lord that over them. And mm-hmm. uh, they just couldn't fully enjoy it because you had to share the city with the team you're playing. And, that... uh, yeah, so much pressure. I mean, my stepfather's a Mets fan living together at the time. It was <laughs> – there was no – I went in – I mean, I went into the series – a little scared of the Mets only because they were younger. They were hungry. They kind of like ripped through the national league a little bit. This was Bobby Valentine's. This is a Bobby Valentine team that was irrationally cocky. Like the, yeah. Bobby Valentine, they, 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 they had like his personality. Yeah. And I would actually them. argue, I've heard Mets fans talk about this too, that they may have been better the year before in 99 when they lost to the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, again, it was like a team that had, you know, they had been making strides. Like, they go to the LCS the year before. Now they're in the World Series. 
Um, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous going into this series. Oh, very nervous. Yeah. Very nervous. And it was such a well, – there's like this team is like – this Mets team was – I mean, I don't say a ragtag team. They weren't ragtag. But they were just so well put together. But they were, somehow, yeah. it somehow, somehow worked. Like they were a good paper, mix of like young and old. I feel like, yeah, a lot of young talent, and, a, and they had like the right old guys. Like Piazza, at his not the peak of his powers. Like just try, first of all, trying to pick out Mike Piazza's best year is impossible because he was so fucking consistent. And the and, and like, yeah, and he, I would argue that he may have even been better with the Dodgers, but all his big moments yeah, are with that, the Mets, though. Yeah, stat wise, he's better with the Dodgers, but like, but like. Trying to look at two thousand versus ninety nine and and ninety eight, mm-hmm. it's just they're all kind of the same. It's like, oh, well, they're all pretty fucking good years. Yeah, but like ha- having him and like Edgar Alfonso was like the resident uh, homegrown guy. It was even homegrown. It just feels like he was homegrown. Yeah, yeah had, I mean, like, he basically was. I don't remember exactly. They had like Johnny Franco and Mike Bordick. Just the, this just weird placement of these veteran right. players that just they just worked. And Bordick was it's a mid seat. Bordick was an All Star uh, uh, deadline pickup. That sounds right. Yep. Yeah. And t- even like Todd Zeal and, and Ventura was very good ball player for and for us too. Ventura. Yeah. Clutch um, hitter Ventura. Yeah. So and, and they got, had like, some, the most you know of- they had some gamers on that. They had clutch hitters on that team. You know Ventura Piazza. Yeah. Uh, Alfonso, they had guys who scared you a little bit in a big spot. I think that was one thing that scared uh, me as a Yankee fan going into it, especially because our our pitching wasn't quite as good as it had been in years past. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and their pitching couldn't really match up. Mike Hampton had a great year that year. No. But it was like Hampton, Hampton, Leiter, and Bobby Jones. Like, it's not really – you're not scaring me with those guys. No, and uh, Rick Reed. Rick Reed was the fourth guy. Yeah, yeah Rick Reed. Man. Rick Reed was probably scared me more his, than out of his. He was out of his element, though. Rick Reed. Yeah, <laughs> I think he won the only game though in the series. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had a pretty good October. Um, Bob, I would argue Bobby Jones was out of his element. I mean, Bobby Jones pitched a oh, one hitter again. earlier in the playoffs against the uh, Giants. Maybe I get those two guys confused, which is. Rick Reed was yeah. better than Bob. I, I have no facts right. to back that up, but if I had a guess, I would, I would take Rick Reed <laughs> over Bobby Jones. Okay. Have, right. I, any Mets fan listening can fight me off if I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. I I'm mean, not sure any Mets fans going to war for Bobby Jones. I don't know. That one or, hitter, or that Rick, one hitter or, would go a long Reed. way. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, game, game one, obviously, in the Bronx. We had the home uh, – Field luckily, even though the Mets won seven more games, you know they were the wild card. We had we had the uh, right now at this point, I think it was just they were doing the alternate every other year. So I think we had home yeah, field either yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and just this is where, I mean, uh, we I talked about game one against Atlanta. I talked about how if you don't get the Yanks in game one, it's going to be a, uh, a short. I was going to say a long series. It's going to be a short series if you don't get them mm-hmm. in game one. Mm-hmm. And no, no, you know, no uh, bigger case in point than this game because the Mets. I mean, they had it. I mean, they had this game. It's I just, just there's the win. Yeah, I just watched the. Uh, did I watch the whole ninth inning? I was, this game was on recently, and I watched the ninth. I watched the whole O'Neill at bat. I'm, okay. I'm actually skipping ahead because I want to give um, G- Jeter in the top of the six, the infamous, you know, Timo Perez jogging around second, Todd Zeal mm-hmm. uh, off the wall. 
the best relay throw I've ever seen to this day. The best relay See, throw yeah. home. I mean, uh, just running on the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one yeah, hopper running, knew exactly running what he was away. doing. Running away from yeah, running oh, away from incredible, the play. Oh, incredible! So, I, yeah. I used to try and recreate that play all the time on the field growing <laughs> up, um, and just keeping the keeping the game at zero zero. Yanks go ahead in the bottom of the six, and then the Mets come right back. And that was like the thing I was a little scared about. Like all all season, it felt like the Mets were just getting like timely hits, and they yep. do they do yep. the same exact thing. They they pull ahead three two. And, uh, I mean, like I said, they had the game. There's uh, one out, nobody on. O'Neal coming up looking, you know, pretty much he looks absolutely overmatched against Benitez mm-hmm. and just keeps grinding away, grinding away, following pitches off, following pitches off until he finally gets on. And, O'Neal, uh, O'Neal doing his best Wade Boggs impression from 96. Yeah. And is that, is that O'Neal's – I think we talked about this. We may have talked about this on the other show. Yeah, what his biggest moment was. It's either this or the catch in 96, right? Yeah, I think it's the catch. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be the I catch because that's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Luis Polonia files with a single, Viscaino single, Knobloch ties it with a sack fly. And uh, you just you just felt like, okay, we got him now. We got him. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, it ends up going um, – Ended up going, going all the, the way to the twelfth, and Jose yeah. Vizcaino big RBI single. Seeing I, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was just another case as a Yankee fan where I was like, again, sigh of relief, we got him, yeah, we got, and it was just, it's a feeling that I can't explain because I, I don't, I won't have that ever again. I don't think with the Yankee team, nah, and I, I don't nah. know if any other fan base in baseball will ever have that because I don't know if you're ever going to see like a dynasty even close to this. They win game 1, man. All my worries of going into this series about the Mets being able to beat us are gone. I know we're beating them at this point after one game. And I know I mean, that yeah, Domos yeah. Domos are lined up. Yeah, and I know it's a little bit of arrogance or whatever. But it was just like you always go. I don't know. You always go into a series a little nervous, right? Like you don't know exactly what to expect. Even like playing the Twins this past year, or playing yeah. the Twins oh, in years yeah. past. I, I don't know, man. Because series can get away from you so fast. Mm-hmm. But as the series unfolds, especially with these, you know, back these Yankee teams, you kind of got a good feel for it. And you know, they come out in Game Two and just pound Mike Campton. They sent them back into Colorado, man. <laughs> oh, those those great, school, great school, those school systems, man. I assume his oh, kids are both doctors at this point now. Uh, game, game two, they must be. <laughs> game two, game two did have a little more than just a one nothing, uh, like storyline going into it because game two was Clemens, right? And Clemens had uh, plunked yeah, yeah. had plunked Piazza <laughs> earlier in the season. Yeah, we should have we should have mentioned that actually. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was the um, what do you call it? The split doubleheader between Shea and Yankee Stadium. Oh, right. That was the the real subway series where they had to take the subway between. Right. Yes. And and so Piazza high and tight knocks puts puts Piazza unconscious. Yeah, which was um, this, I heard that in the car actually, so I didn't actually see it live. That was as brutal a hit by pitch as yeah, you'll ever was, see. Yeah. Um there you gotta, you and Piazza, to play. we should mention Piazza wore Clemens out in his career. I mean, I can, him, I can remember. It seemed whenever Clemens pitched against the Mets, Piazza went yard. 
I remember yeah, hitting him like, a grand slam one night off of him in the Bronx. Like, he just crushed Clemens. And Clemens was that obviously was trying right. to go high and tight and send a message. And I'm not saying yep. he was trying to hit him in the head, but nah. he uh, – Got he, away he from him was, and he put knew him down. What he was doing. He was trying to go oh, high and tight, and it got. Yeah, I wasn't. Didn't get away from him. Yeah, that wasn't trying to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wasn't trying to bounce one. No, 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 no. Um, but I wasn't trying to pull one off his ass either. <laughs> no. So there was that like backstory. First time they're gonna face each other since then, and then Piazza's first at bat. Unbelievable. Maybe one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen on the field. I mean, definitely one of the most bizarre things. I don't know where it ranks exactly, but shatters the bat. Piazza. Or uh, Clemens picks up the shattered bat and throws it towards Piazza. Yeah, like as he's running down the line with half a bat in his hand, <laughs> and then you see him yelling like, "I thought it was the ball! I thought it was the ball!" Clemens is, I mean, incredible dope. It's just an re- incredible dope. And, he was uh, all he was all tuned up. He was all fired up. I mean, he was definitely at the peak of his roid, roid rage. Roid rage, man. Yeah, it's not awesome. I don't uh, think don't he technically don't threw it at rage. Piazza. I think he threw it towards the on deck circle. Yeah, he was leading Piazza. Yeah, and I think at first he did think it was the ball. Then he realized it was the bat and just fired it. Like he was like kind of frustrated and just hyped up. Yeah, he was. He was too fired. I don't know what. He was too fired. It it was pretty dumb, though. I don't care. There's no. You're saying all these things. It sounds like making excuses for him. It was pretty fucking dumb. No, it was dumb. He he should (laughs) have. He definitely should have handled it better. He should have just you know. Let it fucking go, man. Let the bat boy handle it. Well, he did think it was the ball at first. I think though. I don't think well, that. Yeah, was... but he, oh no, I think his reaction to like fielding it was, but throwing it, you know, that's not the ball. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, obviously at that point he knows it's yeah. not the ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's just bizarre to follow up. Like all there was hype about what had happened, you know, about uh, Clemens giving him the concussion earlier in the season. There's hype about that, and then this happens in his first at bat, and it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Bench um, is clear. Yeah. Yeah, and then like is. Like what are the what are the umpires going to do? Are they going to toss Clemens? Like it was it wasn't we weren't sure what was going to happen at that point. Um, obviously, he, stay, he stays in the game, but I mean we we didn't know because we didn't know if he was trying to hurt Piazza again, and like it was just by chance he had the opportunity to throw something else at him yeah. other than a baseball. I think, I don't know. Uh, it was bizarre though, man. Yeah, and then um, I mean Clemens just he had to be. I mean, he went in the clubhouse. I think Tori had to go follow him in the back just to like calm him down because he calm was, he down, was yeah. so yeah. He he was way too uh, overhyped. But uh, I mean, guy went out there another back to you know back to back money starts eight innings, two runs. I mean, sorry, eight innings, two hits, no yeah. runs. Uh, just another like uh, flawless start from Clemens. And uh, Mets made it interesting in the ninth, but I mean, they never had a shot. <laughs> no, I mean they never. It got, it got it got close. Yeah, I mean Kurt Abbott came up with the bases empty and two outs. Kurt Abbott's not getting. <laughs> Kurt Abbott's uh, not getting it. And then the clincher, uh, of course, Jeter. Yeah, we're celebrating. We're celebrating all night, basically. Yeah, Jeter leads off game four with a dinger. Jeter hits a big one in game five. Uh, you know, to tie it up off a lighter. Obviously, earned the MVP award. Um, also in game four that should, should be mentioned is, uh, A-Rod was in the crowd and Jeter was just hitting dinger. I think he had like an RBI triple. I mean, just incredible. And as a, as a, as a Yankee fan who, you know, A-Rod was always compared to Jeter. That was the absolute best having A-Rod sit in the crowd 
and Jeter. I forgot, says, about, I forgot all about that. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, showed, they showed A-Rod. Yeah. They interviewed him, I think. And Jeter's yeah. just out there crushing it, winning the World Series MVP. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that, – I don't know. It, we'll get, we're going to get into A-Rod at some point when we get into the later. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're seeing now, like, what a – I mean, at this, at this point, I'm 14 years old. My hatred for A-Rod, even before he's a Yankee – yeah, it was percolating. Yeah. It, it, was, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was a borderline traumatic when we traded for him, um, just because all the people I had a fight off about Arod versus Jeter. It's like, yeah, I, I realize Arod is more talented than Jeter. That's not that fact is not lost on me, but I that's think I'm, I'm all right with my guy. Yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, that's not the, that's point. Not the point. I'm all right with all right. my guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting back to this series, I mean, the Yankees winning and Shea. Just in the, in the Soho bleeder up the middle. Yeah. Just iconic. The Jay Payton making the throw in off of Brocious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you, you just knew. I mean, every game was close. Uh, but you, you had one team that just was used to winning. And, you know, the Mets just uh, – I don't want to say they found ways to lose, but they just, uh, they just weren't, I- weren't quite there. The two the, the two thousand Mets team was not quote unquote the same old Mets. The Mets have had some Mets type moments. Yeah, they did not. I mean, they just they got beat. They did not choke except for the Timo Perez thing. Um, they did not choke away the series. They didn't give it up. They they just got beat. No, yeah, they uh, don't really have any like yeah. It, it was there was no bonehead. Timo, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let me when uh, Piazza comes up in the ninth there. Oh yeah. Uh Guy, man on base, Benny mm-hmm. Agbiani's on base. Do you, off off the bat, I know Shea had a pretty big center field, but off the bat, what what do you, what's your, what are you thinking? Like I remember, I my I, I was like now it's easy to say, yeah, I know what's happening, but I still remember off the bat, I initially had like that hold my breath for a second. I thought it was going off the bat. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I know. I, I thought he crushed it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that was the seems, classic Piazza yeah. swing. Just got under it a little bit. Yeah, and must maybe it was off the end of the bat. I don't, I don't know, but it looked like a full, clean, just like, you know, dead center field. I, no shot, of, no doubt about it. And uh, you know, Bernie just went back, camped under it, and I just all right. a lot of room. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Room. No, it was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. even really the warning track, but I, yeah. I don't know. It must have been the end of the. I'd have to watch it again. It must have been off the end of the bat, or he just. You know, didn't hit it on the on the sweet part, but yeah, I thought he yeah. got all of it and uh, just pleasantly surprised. There's there's and three, Piazza two... and Piazza was known like to always hit big home runs in big spots, so like that was also you know came into my brain when he made, when yeah, he hit yeah. when he connected there. Yep. yep. Uh, His swing, as far as the righties go, Piazza's swing was so pretty, man. Yeah. One of the one of the prettier right-handed swings, uh, of our time, and least. one of the best, like probably clutch power hitters yeah and yeah. like it's hard you know when i don't want to i don't want to say piazza was a slugger i think he was a little bit better than that um he, he was a slugger who could hit yeah if, that, if that's if that's any kind of no I, no I think i know what you're saying and i think the fact that i don't know it's hard when you're like that type of player and like, we've seen a bunch of – like, Barry Bonds wasn't a real clutch hitter, even though he had that one postseason. A-Rod, we know, wasn't a big uh, clutch hitter. I think it's harder when everybody 
um, expects you to hit a home run because you're the home yeah. run hitter. Yeah, I think that yep. makes it more impressive what Piazza was able to do yeah. last year because he had a million. He has the one off of Smolton '99 that tied the game in the LCS. Um, yep. He had a couple in this series against the Yankees. He had the the 9/11 one. Yeah, was a big one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Piazza was definitely a. Uh, like I said, his best years were probably with LA, but he became Mike he Piazza in, in New York. Yeah, he was still hitting 320, hitting 35 dingers in New York. Like, what? I think no, he had. No, no, he it wasn't 40. like he fell off a cliff. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I think he had a couple like statistically better seasons. I mean, he came like second MVP voting in LA. Yeah. Uh, one year, rookie of the year, obviously, and he had like top couple other top ten finishes for MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, he wasn't. I mean, like you said, he was still batting three twenty eight and shit. Like he, the guy was a fucking, uh, the guy was an incredible hitter. Yeah, just rope after rope after rope. Like it was, uh, he was, just, he was a sight to see, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, bat his hand. So yeah, running that guy to hide his powers. By the way, I'm just gonna throw cold water on the Mets fan right now. I think he did steroids. If I had, if I <laughs> gun to my head, I'm saying yeah, he did do steroids. <laughs> the 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 back acne thing. I just you, you give me, uh, you give yeah, me he had one that clue. You give me one clue, I'm gonna. I mean, I pretty much concede every Yankee that ever did it that yeah, say they did care. it. So I I'm gonna. Yeah, shit. I'm what's not, done is done, man. I'm gonna apologize yeah. for those guys. I'm not gonna apologize. Exactly. For them. Yeah, we lost the guys with steroids too, like M- Manny and Ortiz. Those guys are on the juice, right? I'm not, yeah, what am I gonna do? I'm not put an asterisk next to 04. Like, what's done now? <laughs> man, yeah, it's all over. It's man. over. But I, I think Yankee. I think I'm the only. I'm not gonna say Yankee fans in general, but I think we're like the only people who fucking concede it. Like, yeah, that's what it is. You tell you tell like one of these scumbag Red Sox fans go back to the dregs yeah. of the Northeast but, yeah. about David Ortiz, and they act like you just like punted their firstborn kid off a bridge. Like, no, nah, man, he's a fucking juicer. He's a cheater. He's a known cheater. He definitely cheated. They're a different breed, though. Those people. They really look. Are. What, look, why the fuck was he in Minnesota? Why didn't <laughs> do shit in Minnesota, man? Yeah. Fuck. No, I know. I'm watching that Piazza. Uh, I'm watching the Piazza. Final. Yeah, man, that's a that's a full healthy swing, man. <laughs> yeah, man, he was a scary, scary, scary at the plate, man. Scary. Yeah, like you said, he owned Clemens, so that didn't help either. Yeah, and it was always righties that got Mo. Like if if someone was gonna hit a dinger off Mo, it was usually a righty. Yeah, because yeah, lefty cutter. Yeah, let's yeah. see right here. Let's see. First guy out of the dugout, Conseco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and on that note. Yeah, there you go. There's your three Pete finishing it off today. Next couple of years weren't as yeah, well, uh, the two oh one was memorable. We'll t- we'll get to that another time before yeah, the start. Oh one might have season. to be its own podcast. Yeah, it could be. That could be its own podcast. We'll figure it out. We'll come back here on Sunday Porn and do that. In the meantime, you know where to follow us at Sunday Poor on Instagram, on Twitter. Thanks to all old followers and new. It's good to have you guys aboard. And uh, Ant, you want anything uh, you want to say to the nice people listening? Yeah, it's, hey, 
follow us at Sunday Four. It's Fourth of July week. We'll be back later in the week with another show. Uh, it'll be a little Fourth bit- of Ju- Fourth of July centric. A celebration. I might get, I might have to drink a little bit for the for Thursday show. Oh yeah, I'm off Friday. Let's go. I'll I'm off Friday. Let's find out. <laughs> um, well, I'm going in hungover on Friday. Fuck yeah, let's go. Um, but yeah, Fourth uh, of July week, so we will be back with a little bit of a Fourth of July theme show later in the week, um, and we will see you then. Peace. Peace.